What's going on, everybody? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We finally made it. We finally made it. It's a new day. It's a new era in the wrestling world. A lot of interesting things are going on. If you're listening to this on Saturday, we have made it. We have finally made it. Things are looking a lot different since WrestleMania. And it's crazy. It's crazy out here. We are going to be celebrating the hottest party of the summer. Summer Slam down in Nashville, Tennessee. This is Jerome Says Word, and this is the Word on Wrestling. And I got to tell you, I got a lot of things going on. Hopefully, I'll have my um, my PS5 today. Uh, suppose I had it. Suppose I had got it yesterday. There was a lot of confusion going on with UPS and myself, and somehow I didn't get the delivery. I thought I would be playing it right now, but I'm not. Either way, I said that I was going to still do the pod. I was going to, you know, put a pause on playing the PS5, but it should be here today. And I should be able to get some quality time with the game prior to the start of SummerSlam. We're going to go ahead and preview SummerSlam, uh, talk a little bit about the builds towards some of these matches, talk about what's going on with one match that was removed from the card. And yes, whew, not only that, there's, there's things going on as far as, you know, uh, we spoke. I spoke about Death Before Dishonor. Uh, I didn't get the opportunity at the time to, to get into any of the behind the scenes that was going on. I went and I listened to the media scrum and then I heard, you know, a lot of other uh, things in regards to what was going on with the former champion, Jonathan Gresham, and, and the new owner of Ring of Honor, Tony Khan. And yeah, man, a lot of things is looking funny in the light. A lot of things, man. Like, I'm talking like, like there are people talking about this Beyonce album and the things that they saying, they looking funny in the light. Like, it's, it's levels, man. It's just like, it's unbelievable. Like, the things that, you know, people say in regards to certain situations. Now, I didn't get a chance to really hear people, a lot of people's takes on uh, the Jonathan Gresham, uh, Tony Khan situation, but I'm going to just give my take on that situation from the information that I gathered as far as what's been said in regards to how all of that went down. And I, I got to say, I, I, I said when I, when I watched Death Before Dishonor, I got a lot of good vibes about it and I got a lot of bad vibes about it. And I had no idea that it was this deep. And that made the bad vibes. Well, they vibing they vibing a lot louder than 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 the good ones now. And I saw some positives 
vibes as well following the show um it's probably more so aew related than it is roh related it's just a matter of if that situation is really going to come to fruition so i mean um i got a lot of things that i want to do with this pod with this platform hopefully get this out to more ears uh definitely want to um excuse me definitely want to let you guys know that we are officially on uh spotify and google podcasts uh so apple podcasts spotify google podcasts as well as you can listen to this on the calling app once it's uploaded um still toying with the idea of having uh having a live having a having a public room uh so i guess that's just going to be a matter of if that particular episode warrants being a live or live ish i guess um episode and getting getting people like if more people listen to the show and they opt to join me here on the calling app then uh that is definitely a strong possibility it's just a matter of finding the right time finding to where the audience would be available because most of the time i'm recording either on a saturday like i'm doing right now or usually on a sunday so i mean the current plan right now is to continue doing my saturday mornings or my sunday mornings depending on if there's anything going on if there's anything going on for the for that weekend and yes yeah, it's it's, whew, it's 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 a lot to unpack but then it's not a lot to unpack um in regards to to how this is moving um i feel like i can do a lot with this uh platform I just don't want to do too much too fast. I know I've been um, swirling, like a lot of ideas have 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 been swirling, have have been swirling in my head, and we're definitely going to get into it. A lot of plans that I have, hopefully, I'm able to execute them to the level that I feel that I will be able to execute. and yeah um (laughs) definitely want to give a shout out to uh queen mel mindy because that's how i found out that that uh for uh she she posted the link she was listening to the to the to the she was listening to the pod on spotify and and she tweeted out the link and with everything i'm not going to get into it but with everything that transpired with with myself on 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 twitter her sending out that link came at the perfect time and i definitely want to salute all the women that enjoy this wrestling thing that i enjoy and i want to be able to shed a light on them I mean, granted, a lot of them are, <laughs> they are way more visible than I am. And, 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 and the more that I've, the more that I've come to 
to find out about that are that are either doing podcasts or they 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 attend the shows they they tweet about the shows they're 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 engaged in the discussion and there was a tweet that was posted i, I don't know I don't, I don't know who the gentleman is who, who the guy was but the tweet kind of sparked something within me and he was saying something to the effect of where were these women or i guess at the time they would have been girls when i was watching wrestling so i thought well i cleaned it up um the 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 clean the cleaned up version that i just said is what i agreed with it was not nothing negative towards these ladies and when you clean it up and it's just like i know of you know a select few girls that watched wrestling or enjoyed video gaming obviously now with social media you're starting to see more and more of them but they were always there it's just were they around you did you did your your demeanor your how, how how you carried yourself did that lend to them wanting to get to know you or let you know hey yes i do watch this because i know growing up and and from listening to some of the women speak on their relationship with wrestling in their earlier years and things of that nature is there was a label that was thrown at them tomboy so i can see why a lot of women when they were growing up when they were girls adolescents growing up teenagers that wouldn't speak on the fact that they were wrestling fans or that they were heavy into sports because you would see where a lot of the the girls that would be on the sports teams would get looked at in such a way like if they were playing basketball or like if they wanted to try out for the football team like obviously i'm pretty sure uh you you've seen the stories of of women <coughs> excuse me of <coughs> my apologies but you you see the stories even 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 to today uh where well majority of them you'll see as kickers um majority majority of them you'll see as kickers maybe they played soccer and then they end up on the they end up on the high school football team or on their college football team in their in, in, in their kickers and then you know some played other positions but for the most part they would be kickers because they played soccer that's like the main correlation that you usually got and they they still kind of got looked at in in, in, a, in a certain way and it's like I, I don't understand it it's like are they good like i was surprised like in my my junior high one of the best basketball players in the school was a girl she was clearly way better than me like like I, I i have no shame in that watching these women in the WNBA and watching these women um and and that 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 play college ball 
and then you and then now you start to see some of them prosper in high school and people follow their people follow their journey and their recruitment and in their recruitment and when they pick to go to Yukon or Tennessee or or um it's a few schools and and, and I don't want to botch it South Carolina is is another big one shouts to Don Staley and I mean it it's still work to do to get them propped up more on the level like like you're starting to see it more and more but they're they they still kind of not there yet in terms of the respect like 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 the the i guess as far as them making more money i guess that boils down to the that boils down to to the WNBA making more money uh getting the getting the getting the resources like with like there was the i believe it was a couple of years ago um I'm not sure if it was pre-COVID or if it was during the pandemic or where we're at right now. I think where we're at right now, I think they, the NCAA called themselves trying to fix it. But you saw a huge disparity in the treatment that the men got versus what the women got uh, when it was time for March Madness. Uh, you saw how uh, where the WNBA, the WM, how the WNBA's bubble was in comparison to how the NBA bubble was. And a lot of people made a, 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 a lot of, brought up a lot of things in regards to, like there were certain things that the, the NBA guys got and, and they posted it and people were feeling like they, they, they weren't getting treated right. But they were mighty quiet when the women showed their conditions in their bubble. And it was just like, there's a thing such as human decency. Like I looked at it, the guys were getting treated pretty well. <laughs> but when I saw the stuff that the women were posting for the bubble where they were at, it was just like, are you serious? So I just wanted to lead with that before we get into, you know, SummerSlam and get into the Jonathan Gresham, Tony Khan situation. And, you know, I'll speak on a couple of other things that I that I at least have some familiar uh, that that I'm that I'm familiar with, like uh, like Fight for the Fallen um, this past Wednesday, as well as what went down on NXT. Um, but getting back to the tweet, the actual tweet. Dude was like he called them hoes. He called these women hoes. And that's when I, t I, I, was, I was taken aback because that's what I'm speaking about. And it's like, dog, like you really went there? Like you, you, call, you call someone that's a fan of something that you're a fan of a hoe because you didn't know that she existed in the same space that you exist in and enjoy the same things that you enjoy. But because she was not enjoying it with you, she's a hoe. And my initial reaction to the tweet was I quote tweeted it and I was like, facts. And then after I posted it, because, you know, when you quote tweet, you'll see the, you know, you, you see your your you see whatever you however you respond 
and then it also posts, you know, a good portion of the actual tweet, if not the whole tweet. So I'm looking back at the tweet and I'm like, wait a minute. And like the only reason why my first reaction was facts was because a woman had retweeted it onto my timeline. It was it was a woman fan. I I I can't recall exactly who it was and I want to try to I don't know how far down I'll be able to scroll. Like I I I I think I I think I can get um Yeah, I don't know if it's going to show up in my mentions or not. Um, and I don't recall. I don't recall the I don't recall. The specific day. That it that the tweet came that 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 the tweet got posted. Yeah, cause I'm scrolling right now and through 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 my mentions and I don't really see. I don't really see it. So it might have been. Yeah, but. Definitely end of like, like long story short, the tweet, he, 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 he called the, he called, he called these, these, these women that are fans of wrestling hoes. And he said, he was like, where were you hoes when I was getting bullied in school for, for liking, for, for, for liking wrestling? And. I I was like, um, like after it registered, I mean, it should have registered when I first saw the tweet. And so I had to go back in and I replied to my quote tweet and I'm like, well, mine is calling, mine is calling these women hoes. And I was never bullied in, in school for liking wrestling. Like I get little like the people that that you grew up with, like 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 my cousins and my brothers, you know, here and there, like they would be like, "Yo, you still watch that?" And that's the extent of, I guess, what he would term bullying. Uh, that 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 I got, but I I, I could tell it wasn't bullying because number one. Um, the 2008 Royal Rumble, I had a watch party with my brother, with my little brother and a bunch of my cousins. And we were, we, 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 we were enjoying each other's company. Domino's made a lot of money off, off us that night. <laughs> the cable company, you know, they, 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 they got a good 40, $50, however much the Royal Rumble cost at that time. Um, and yeah, man, it was like we were all chilling, having a good time, playing video games. We had, you know, had some issues getting the pay-per-view. First, it only popped up on one TV. But clearly, uh, with everything that was going on, we needed to have it on. We needed to have access to the show on on all two or three TVs. I don't remember. If, I, I think we also I, I don't know if my pops watched it or not. But, you know, we you ordered a pay-per-view. You got the you got the two, three cable boxes that you're supposed that when you order that pay-per-view is supposed to be able to be viewed on you know you're supposed to have access to it wherever inside the house that that you have set up 
for that service, which I guess that's why, you know, the cable companies aren't doing as well as they were doing. And I think the internet is is probably what's keeping a lot of the, the traditional cable companies afloat. Um, but we got to the Royal Rumble. The video games were cut off. We were all in the room watching the actual Royal Rumble match. You know, people would go in and out into the, the one room between the, the bigger room, like like playing the video games. And then we had, you know, in the other room, the, you know, the pay-per-view was going. So I spent majority of my time in my room watching the pay-per-view. And, you know, here and there, I would, in between matches and stuff like that, I would go back into the bigger party. But then once the Royal Rumble, the actual Royal Rumble match came on, everybody was in the big room watching the Royal Rumble match. And looking at my brother and looking at my cousins and seeing their excitement, because I was I was the big spoiler guy. So, but I had no idea that, you know, John Cena was returning. And I tell you the pop that they gave for John Cena was amazing. I'm sitting there as the as the spoiler guy in shock and they're looking at me like yo like and I'm like yeah yo he he's not supposed to be here. Like he tore his pec. He tore his pectoral muscle. And usually spoilers, they're, oh, so-and-so is in town. Like you hear the thing, like, like you hear that Bailey is in Nashville, for example. So the assumption is that at some point tonight, Bailey is going to show up. So obviously, like my reaction and their reaction were two different things because, you know, I'm immersed in this. Even more so back then, it's like, I'm thinking to myself, man, if I had a blog back then or had a podcast back then, who knows where I'd be right now? I mean, obviously, you don't know what the trajectory of it would have been because throughout the years, I had a lot of starts and stops when it came to doing different things like YouTube channels for for my my music, um, other websites posting my music. youtube channels to review wrestling like i believe it was probably one video that got a ton of views but i think somewhere in the algorithms i guess people must have thought that i posted the actual show but i was actually just reviewing the show i want to say it was the one i want to say it was the first brooklyn takeover and like i just had put up like the the match graphics every for every match that i was talking about and i think I don't know. It was, it was just a whole thing. And I was looking like, yo, this video was getting a lot of views. But then other videos, not so much. So it was a whole lot of start and stop. And I told myself that if I ever did it again, that I would just keep going just because I enjoy doing this and not worry about um, the mo- like any monetary gain that, I, that other people may or may not be getting like the being able to quit their job and do a podcast full time or do a YouTube channel full time or, or, or stream on Twitch full time or be able to uh, independently put out their music full time. And it's, it's just one of those things. So 
I just when I see when I see a lot of the women that are doing this and that are in this in more more specifically the women that are that are in this space that that have a voice that you see the engagement on their tweets you 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 go listen to their podcast you 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 tune into their to their YouTube channels and it's just it's a beautiful thing to see so definitely down the line because i did have something similar when i had my independent music blog word ex, uh, word exclamation uh is is what it was at the time and due to issues with the twitter handle i shortened it to word exclaimed and then had some other issues because i tried to you know switch around the the the, the at name and it became at word exclaim so when i trans I, I i i transitioned from music to speaking more specifically on wrestling but back when i had the music blog over on wordpress and i had my own dot com and and everything like that and you know it was gaining some traction i mean obviously it wasn't like a a whole big thing uh, the designer didn't come through and, you know, I didn't, you know, get my, get my money's worth. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, like I got some logos. I was supposed to had a, had a, had a web design. And then I had like my music, uh, website that was supposed that I was trying to build as well, as well. Um, but outside of that, a lot of people were liking it. And one of the things that I had was woman of word. And I believe there there are at least two women that I posted when I when I did my 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 woman of word article that are doing pretty well for themselves in the music business. Uh, Coco Sarai, Rocky, they working with some with some heavyweights in in, in the game. They're you know they 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 they're on they're they're on all the major platforms um you know like they're like coco sarai like her big one um i believe i'm pretty sure she has more since then but i i, I want to say the biggest thing besides her working with who she's been working with like she has ties to like dr dre and, and anderson pock um I believe like her biggest one was it's is called Big Dummy. And she sings about, you know, her, her her grind and trying to trying to get trying to get to that next level within music. And with 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 Rocky, um she recently, I wanna say it was last month, put out put out her album or her EP. I'm not sure quite how she categorizes the project uh don't take it personal and yeah man it's like i i, I didn't have a hand like i didn't have a hand in their rise or nothing like that but i enjoyed what they were doing we're talking 2008 2009 2010 at the latest when like during 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 my run during during my time of um trying to push trying to push my blog and like is like 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 uh 
with 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 Rocky, she was uh she was going by Rock Dolo, and uh, her project that I that I fell in love with was Dolo Sessions, and then with Coco Sarai. I'm I'm I still I'm still not sure if I'm saying her name correctly, uh, <laughs> but like um, uh, half past seven, I believe was the was the first one, and then the black and blue um, was the other one that I was like, yo, these yo they really they 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 should be bigger, and. Now they're bigger, like they're probably not still not where where they want to be, and and but they're definitely on their way. So salute to them, and I mean, and, and salute to the women that that I follow in this space of of wrestling, and definitely I want to bring an aspect of the blog to the podcast, and I've been it's it's a real long name so i guess it would be a, it would it would have to be an acronym but um the woman of word on wrestling is something that i want to i want to bring at some point and i i, I kind of have an idea of how i want to do it i'm pretty sure and I'm thinking like at minimum with how I utilize the calling app, I feel like if the opportunity presents itself, I feel like that that's something that I can, that I want to bring to the podcast uh, to speak with these women. And at some point I, I figure I probably would speak with a lot of the other fellas, but when you hear about a guy like in wrestling, like even with like your childhood friends that might have stopped, they might joke around with you like, yo, you still watch that? But what women go through to get into these male-dominated spaces is a whole nother thing entirely. And that tweet is proof, is 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 all the proof you need besides when you hear them speak um when when you hear them speak like um and they and they make mention of you know the quote them them either being a tomboy or being or being called a tomboy but homeboy saying calling them hoes i was just like nah and i mean so, I mean, I really don't want to speak on it too much, but the the accusation that I called one a, a, a woman that yeah I, I had some disagreements with her or on on Twitter, but it wasn't nothing big. But the but she laid out an accusation that I called out her name. I'm not gonna say what she said. I called her, but. You know, I'm gonna just leave it at that, cause I definitely know for a fact that I, I didn't say that. Even away from the wrestling space, I, I wouldn't say that. And I hesitate to say certain things because 
obviously you hear about a non-black person saying something that's anti-black or racist against black people and then they say something like i have black friends or you know i have black people in my family and stuff like that and it, and then it 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 escalates because it's like oh now oh, oh now you want to say you have a half black you, you have a you have a black stepbrother or you know what i'm saying like it's like it's like uh so like bringing that into the equation so i'm not even going to touch on like who i'm a fan of within the wrestling with within the wrestling space which if you follow me on like if you see like what i like on like who i who, like who i follow on 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 twitter or instagram or or whatever that i that i that i champion you can kind of see like okay like even after her after her after her coming out so it's like it's like come on really but you know twitter search is your friend you know i did my little twitter search and i'm like let me make sure i'm not bugging let me let me make sure i'm not bugging let me make sure let, let me make sure there wasn't like any type of crazy things that happened because you, uh, you know people get hacked which i mean I, I like to think i do a pretty good job of 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 protecting my account so so i'm like let me you know and then you got auto correcting things of that nature so i'm like let me make sure i'm not bugging because and because she said i said it but i'm like in my head i'm like okay number one i didn't say it number two if something came out that way it had to be on twitter because i've only interacted with you on twitter so let me make sure i'm not bugging so you know i put my name in and i put in what what she said i called her i put her name in in, in in what she said i called her i put both of our names in to look at our interactions and i was 100 percent. i'm like i'm like i'm like i know like come on but you know so there you know people ride people ride with her and i, I respect them riding with her because you, you you don't want to you don't want to think that somebody's lying so you know it is what it is but i i, I don't really want to get into that situation too tough i'm 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 doing my best to, to you know um go to my corner if if you will so to speak you know and and i'm gonna keep you know keep doing what i do on my end uh not gonna not gonna keep you know trying to defend myself because it's like the more you try to defend yourself people look it's like there's no there's no there's no proof the, the, like there's no proof like i guess that's the main thing so it's like i can't find definitive because you can't find proof of something that you didn't say but you can find proof of something that you did say so it's like it's like i could have went in and w went back through the through the awkwardness of 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 conversations involving uh if something was a texas death match or not but like yo there's nothing there like it's just that is just me saying it's not a texas death match she's from texas she's saying that it is which in hindsight we were talking about two different things from 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 what i gathered going back through the conversation 
because uh, she, she she made mention of the sportatorium. So I, like as much as I had in as many years as I had the WWE Network and, and, and currently uh, have Peacock, I haven't gone into the classics. Like I don't really venture too much into the classic side of, of the WWE catalog. Because they they do have the library for, um, I, I imagine that there are sportatorial matches that are on the WWE Network, but I've never ventured too much down into that deep into you know the the catalog the library that they have there. Like the extent of my stuff that I watched was, I, I you know I watched some ECW from you know from like the, from the nineties in 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 you know early 2000s but like between the time that they were independent and, and doing their thing and then the WCW and you know obviously WWE that was that was the extent of it so I was like I was like okay maybe I went a little too hard on on complaining about something technicalities or whatever of something not being a death match but yeah uh <laughs> But yeah, that's a woman, woman of word on wrestling. Not sure when it's going to happen. I guess it would depend on, 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 on the ladies and, and timing and this space being, being on their radar, I guess I could say, um, to where I can feel comfortable enough to where I can reach out to them, get them on the show, have and, and and have genuine conversations with them in regards to the current product, and have conversation with them in regards to how they navigate being a wrestling fan. What experience did they have? Like, what were their experiences coming up through childhood? Depending on, like, if they started that childhood, or, or if wrestling is is a recent, um, a recent hobby of theirs, or or uh, uh, a recent interest, or if, or if they had this interest, you know, as they as they came up, did 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 they interact with guys, um, or did they have, or did they have to, you know. Like how did other how did other girls feel about them like in wrestling like, or did they have like their small group of 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 girls during childhood that they were that they were fans of wrestling with? Do they get the same? You still watch that question from like maybe their 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 peers that that they grew up with watching it and the the ones that stopped like like what were their experiences as far as you still like that and things of that nature like how did they feel about how the women were portrayed then versus how they feel about how the women are treated now that are actually in the ring or that work at these different wrestling promotions um another thing that i want to do before i go ahead and get into this is 
uh, I, I want to launch the YouTube channel. And my plan is to launch it tomorrow, um, where I do a review of SummerSlam from tonight. And it'll be an episode of um, Word on Wrestling, but for YouTube purposes, it would be uh, Word Watch or Word Watches or Word Watching. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure of the specific title, but it would be me uh, reviewing uh, SummerSlam. I'm not going to go live. Um, that's something that I'm going back and forth on, on like, hey, maybe I should go live and, and do it. Uh, but I think for this one, I think I'm going to just record the video, do some editing and, 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 and take it from there. And um, then I'll, I'll toy with the idea of, of going live because um, majority of the Word Watch episodes will most likely be in regards to NXT. Because uh, I feel I want to give NXT its own platform and then discuss more of the main roster shows like, like a Raw and a SmackDown. Hopefully get more impact involved. Get uh, AEW in there and give NXT its own space. Because um, I feel like I'll be able to give more time to everything by, by doing that. And I'm debating and, you know, I kind of felt I did need a second show, but I didn't quite know how to present that second show. Because initially I was thinking... I would just cover the smaller. I mean, I don't don't want to don't want to make it sound demeaning or anything like that, or that I'm thinking less of it. But the less visible shows, I was thinking to, to just do a show about that, about progress, MLW, ROH, being that the only thing that we've seen from them so far has been a couple of pay per views, um, NXT UK, NXT Level Up. If I do uh, watch, catch anything on 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 AEW's YouTube page in, in regards to Dark and Dark Elevation, I was thinking um, that I would cover it there. Uh, there is like if you are looking for something like like um, that covers shows that don't get as much coverage. Uh, I mean, I had a different of opinion with you know the people that handle the main show. Uh, uh, but there is a pod called shot in the dark. It's about 15 minutes. I believe the guy's name is John Ceno, uh, that I used to listen to, which obviously with me removing that pod feed because of the, the two main pods, uh, it was like a, it was like a pod for NXT and a, and then, a and then the next night they, they would do a pod for dynamite. Um, and then the next day, John Ceno, his pod shot in the dark, would 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 get published or uploaded to the feed. Um, so it's it'll be something more similar in that vein, but not much of a not le less of a straightforward review. Like I I, I want to get more to 
being topical. So I felt that when I try to go top to bottom in, in, in review, that the pod doesn't flow as well as when I just take out certain aspects of shows that I talk about or news that I hear about or what I heard on this uh, podcast or what I read on the internet from this person or if a certain tweet caught my attention. But uh yeah, let's 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 get into it, man. Cause it's it's a lot of a lot of fun things took place. Uh like you know, fight for the fallen happened. I feel like it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't built towards the way previous ones were built towards. It's the same with Fighter Fest. The same this the same with Fighter Fest. Um I feel like th- for some reason this year is kind of I feel like AEW kind of change the way that they promote the special episodes of dynamite and i feel like because i I believe they also announced battle of the belts three which is their their tnt specials it was like i guess it was the the caveat for them moving to tbs to to, you know for them to um change the agreement because you know dynamite obviously if if you watch like they used to they used to run on tnt and then uh they started rampage on tnt and then both shows were supposed to move to tbs and then they would still get four shows on tnt and i was thinking that it would be something like the dynamite special episodes i was like okay you got like i was thinking blood and guts Winter is coming. Um, Grand Slam, and then maybe something like the Saint, the Saint Patrick's Day Slam, or something like a a, a Fighter Fest or a Fight for the Fallen would be those actual shows that they would no longer be dy- special episodes of Dynamite. They would actually be. TNT specials, but AEW opted to go the route of Battle of the Belts. So this is the third one. So I believe they would most likely have a fourth one, you know, later, 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 later this year. Um, most likely in between All Out and Full Gear, or between Full Gear and Revolution. Um, to be the to be the fourth one but you know like good show nothing that really like outside of ricky starks and uh everything surrounding him like losing the title of the hook getting attacked by hobbs the the pre-match the pre-match video uh pack the video package like the the like I feel like he he shined the brightest um, that night, and then you also had um, Jungle Boy and his ongoing feud with with Christian. 
And I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I know when I was in college, I was I auditioned with. I ended up never. I don't think I ever turned in in, in the DAT tape, uh, the or the or the mini disc. But uh, I was trying to do a radio show, and prior to us auditioning, uh, you had to come to the you had to come to the meeting. And you would get told the rules of what can and cannot be said. Like these are FCC regulations. And in the event that these words were ever said, I believe it's it's seven words. I, I don't remember this all seven specifically, which is why I'm kind of when I when I watch AEW or even WWE or any other programming, like certain channels, you like even with a show airing later i don't know maybe the rules change and then you also have like the 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 rating system so i'm not sure how that all plays but sometimes the language i don't have an issue with it just watching it myself but i'm just thinking when when the language doesn't get bleeped out and it does make it to air i have to ask myself like yeah, did they have to pay the FCC, or do they know that they're potentially going to have to pay pay a pay a fine? And a lot of these fines, like it's 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 big money. So I guess they figure out what can and can't be said. So maybe that's why it does, you know, make it to air. And I mean, it's it's real. It, it feels real. So like like I, I definitely those two are probably the, the the main things right now in AEW that have me going. Okay, I need to keep watching AEW because there's a lot of stuff obviously that probably gets highlighted more, like in terms of stuff that I don't like and. You know, here and there, somebody will tell me, oh, well, you shouldn't watch. But then I'm like, well, if I don't watch, then I'm not going to be able to see this. Now, obviously, I can tune in or I can watch the YouTube clips or I can watch, you know, whatever gets posted to Twitter or Instagram or wherever else on the Internet. And to to keep up with like a Ricky Starks or like a Jungle Boy Christian feud or like whenever MJF pops back up. Like I can, or like if there's a like a real good match, not just oh all these matches were great. No, I'm talking about the matches that separate themselves from what people might call great. Because when I'm looking at certain matches, I'm like, eh. And I I mean, don't get me wrong, I do the same thing in WWE, but it's just not highlighted as much because I like more of the WWE product or more specifically the NXT product and people to look at me and say, Oh, you, yo, if you like that, but you don't like what's going on over here. So, you know, it's kind of like, I try to, I'm, I'm, I'm like with the podcast. Now I want to try to highlight the stuff that I like more and kind of put the other stuff to the side. Um, like, uh, for example, NXT, they're building toward Heat Wave. And there's the rumor out there 
which I guess uh, I, I guess they'll they'll announce it soon. I guess, but uh, I would I would imagine because Heat Wave is August August sixteenth, so they're gonna have about a good three week build because they they announced it this past Tuesday. It became official. They they announced it. We know we're gonna get Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark, and we're gonna get JD McDonough against um against braun breaker so those are going to be the two titles that are going to be on the line um and i imagine there's going to be some other you know high profile matches based off who's getting who's getting time right now in nxt that will also be added to the card for that night like i would imagine possibly Creed brothers defending the tag titles or Briggs and Jensen defending the UK tag titles. Um, there's still going to be women's uh, tag champs, which was very interesting where you had uh, Roxanne, you know, spoke on the titles. And initially I thought that she was going to name like a, 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 a new partner to defend the titles with. But she relinquished the titles to Medusa, Alondra Blaze. Like, obviously, we saw Cora Jade dump the title in the trash. I know I'm aging myself, but I'm pretty sure the clips are out there where Alondra Blaze, well, she's more pop popularly known as Medusa. But obviously, name changes are, were always a thing which is why I never really get up in arms about a name change because Medusa was Alundra Blaze when she came to WWF, WWE. She went to WCW, went back under her name Medusa, and she dropped the, the woman's title in the trash live on Nitro. And then obviously when she was inducted in the Hall of Fame, you see her take the trash bin and, you know, she pulled the title out the trash. And they did a similar thing with the with Cora Jade's uh, title. Um, I believe it was Roxanne uh, went in and, and, and pulled it out the trash, but it might have been Medusa. I'm, I'm, I, that part, I, I can't, I'm trying to, rack my brain about who actually pulled Cora Jade's title out of the trash but you know she uh turned the titles over to Medusa uh Laundry Blaze and she announced the fatal four-way and obviously there was the announcement on the main roster back when the whole thing went down with Mercedes slash Sasha and Trinity slash Naomi leave like they left the titles in, in whatever office they walked into and they walked out of out of Monday Night Raw. And it was announced that there would be a tournament in the near future or however it was worded. And then you didn't hear another word about the women's titles on the main roster. So I just thought that was interesting as well because I didn't expect NXT to right away say, okay, we're going to put these four women's tag teams in the first match 
on this coming Tuesday show, commercial free, no picture in picture, like that match is going to be straight through from beginning to end, commercial free. They've, they've done it. They've done it on occasion where they've, where they've had the commercial free matches, but I think most of the time, I believe the main one that they did was when they did stand, stand and deliver. The, whatever the last Wednesday was, there was there was a match that they did commercial free, and then I believe they did it on SmackDown back when um, uh, I believe Rampage was doing something. I don't remember if they were live that night, and then they did the whole thing where they put the, the a Brian Danielson match on YouTube to lead into the into Rampage, and then it was like uh, oh, it was during it was during the World Series. And SmackDown, I think, moved to um, FS1, so they went from eight to eight, eight to ten thirty, and then uh, Rampage was like, I guess, at ten o'clock from ten to eleven. So then they put a, a, a pre-show there. They did a they did a buy-in for for Rampage that night, and and put it on YouTube. So, uh, and, and WWE did it. It was like they were commercial free from ten to ten thirty, or or something like that. If 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 I if I if I remember if I, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, that's gonna be huge. Like to get a spotlight on Ivy Now and uh, Tatum Paxley. Um, I guess that's gonna be if 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 Tatum Paxley becomes a full fledged member of Diamond Mine. That's gonna be. You know the women's tag team of Diamond Mine until you know Ivy because I feel like I mean she did wrestle for the NXT UK women's title she wrestled Mako Satamora um, earlier this summer and um, I feel like she's gonna be somebody that outside of getting called up to the main roster she's definitely gonna be in that title picture at some point whether or not she wins it obviously. It's just it's just a matter of if they want to do it or not because that doesn't in that that doesn't um, say whether or not you'll be successful on the main roster. So you have them, and then obviously you have the one tag team that everybody's like they've been a tag team this whole time. They're they're the longest. Uh, they're they're probably the the tag team that's been together the longest with. Uh, Caden Carter and Katana Chance, uh, Casey Cat and Zaro. So everybody's kind of got them possibly potentially as the favorites. Uh, then of course you have the you have Toxic Attraction, uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane, and they're the other favorites being that they've won the titles twice. But I'm wondering if they'll have them win it a third time, especially considering that they were the ones that lost to Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. So I'm kind of leaning to the first two teams winning it. Um, there is the um, the fourth team. Like you, they they do a lot of things with Sangha. Like you, you see him with Sangha a lot. And Faraz, 
I believe is one is, is I believe I think it's Jalissa is one. She was the 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 bodybuilder. I want to say she's from Mexico. Um, I don't recall. She might have been an Olympian as well. I'm I'm I, I can't, I'm like like, but she is someone that that I followed on Instagram when 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 she signed with with WWE or just prior to her signing with WWE. And I seen like her pictures and her videos and showing what she was doing in terms of like bodybuilding or maybe not bodybuilding, but fitness, however, weightlifting, I believe. Well, weightlifting, I'll say weightlifting because I believe that was like her, her main competition. So I'm not sure if it was, I don't think it was bodybuilding or fitness. It was, it was more um, weightlifting. Um, so like they're going to be in that match as well, but I feel like it's going to, I don't foresee Toxic Attraction once again holding the titles. And I don't see Jalissa and Faraz um, getting a run, getting a run with the belts just yet. Like, I feel like they're somebody, they're, they're a team that as long as they get kept together, that they can be a, a, a team that, that's going to, that can become a staple in the division because they, they are starting to get more screen time in ring as well as out of the ring. Like, like, like I said, um, with the, the you know the segments that they've been doing with Sangha, but the the two favorites I feel would have to be Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, and then Tatum Paxley and Ivy Now. And I'm leaning toward Paxley and Now winning the titles. Like it's just something within me. Like I feel like I feel like. Um, Carter and Chance are probably going to be that 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 face tag team where because the face like as a face I don't know it's weird it's a weird thing to say but his faces are better chasing the titles which that's also an interesting thing because Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley uh, started off as heels but it kind of feels like with the diamond with the shift in Diamond Mind. Uh, being looked at as faces now, like I'm not sure if the breakup is still happening because obviously there was the word that we're, when because uh, 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 Stokely Hathaway, Malcolm Bivens had, had, you know, when he didn't resign and and I guess they let him go at a certain point, um, like right before I guess right before his contract expired or his contract did expire. I'm not sure. They they I believe it was announced as a release or that's the way it was reported. That, that he got released and Dakota got released, but it was a situation where their both their contracts were coming up, and at that time they had no plans on re-signing with WWE. So then the Roderick Strong was that the word of him requesting his release came out, and then you saw where it looked like there was going to be a split in Diamond Mine. And then it was like, wow, okay, this looks like Roddy is on is, is on his way out the door. But now with the feud with the D'Angelo family, it looks like they're going to be sticking together. It looks like Roddy's staying at least until his contract is up. I believe he signed a new deal at some point prior to his wife, uh, Marina Shafir, getting released. So... 
it was like okay i'm not sure when, i'm not sure how soon after his wife got released that he requested his release but it started to look like a breakup was happening and that he would be gone at some point like maybe they would grant him his release this is just me looking at it from knowing the knowing the backstory and then looking at what they're presenting on screen like i didn't have i haven't seen or heard anything further in regards to um him still wanting his release or wwe um looking to release him so like looking at that looking at this most recent episode with them being in, in the eight-man tag i mean obviously maybe i need to go look at it again to see if there's any seeds of of dissension or anything like that or if they're still doing a split because it felt like if 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 it felt like they're they're a unit again like they're all on one accord um all five and if you include tatum all six um it looks like everything is all well and good but yeah i'm 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 interested heat wave definitely has me interested if i was to go live uh after an episode of nxt it would most likely be after like a, a big episode like like a heat wave uh which used to be an ecw pay-per-view I'm, I'm i'm coming to find out which i don't think it gets the ex like anarchy rules or barely legal i don't think it ever got to that level to where people would talk about it or like when they came and did the the the, the wwe uh pay-per-views with uh the one night stand pay-per-views and then of course the big one that people talk about because a lot of people hated it even though i think it was more so because of the extreme elimination chamber match i think that didn't go off the way people probably felt it should have like how things didn't go the way i i think people expected that match to go because you see an elimination chamber match and you know for the most part those are some you know pretty good matches and you add the extreme element to it and with the people that were in it like at least looking at where where these people are now it's like wow maybe that could have been a better match but you know it was what it was at the time so december to dismember because it was a play that's what it is november to remember that's the other huge you know ecw pay-per-view that gets put you know placed in high regard so coming off that to do December to dismember and then it not going the way that people envisioned and obviously ECW as a whole under the WWE banner didn't go the way people envisioned it because they were never going to go completely back to the style of what ECW was doing. It was more of a WWECW, if you will. That was like the, the term for it when 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 they came under the the world wrestling entertainment umbrella and i mean like it is what it is it's, it's something that i'm excited for so definitely if i were to do a word watch live uh it probably would be then so hopefully as i build up the catalog within a couple of weeks uh to see how i can maneuver within the youtube space um then from there you know i i might i'm i think that's when i'm gonna go ahead and and give going live on 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 youtube a go 
and you know I'll, I'll go ahead and reevaluate from there and then obviously the story that's out right now is that they're going to be having another premium live event um it's been a minute since they had one they had the i believe uh wait yeah they had stand and deliver they had stand and deliver over wrestlemania weekend they had that live uh in dallas and then they had in your house if i if 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 my time excuse me if my timeline is correct they did have another uh premium live event uh in your house and that was back at the performance center so the word coming out is that um obviously you got clash at the castle for wwe for wwe on saturday of uh labor day weekend and then all out AEW's all out pay-per-view is going to be that sunday because that's typically their weekend where they have you know they hold their event and previously wwe has done quote-unquote counter programming like they uh back when AEW first started when they had i don't believe it was both of them i i, I don't and i'm and i'm and i can't recall which one it was it might have been both of them i'm not sure but there was a well actually no one of them was a little different uh i i, I believe it was an evolve special that wwe had on their network that they used to counter program either fighter fest or fight for the fallen and that's when um they they had double or nothing in may which you which you uh obviously memorial day weekend which which was pay-per-view and, and you had to you had to pay for it and then in june they had fighter fest and fighter fest was available for free i believe on bleacher report and then in july they did the same thing with fight for the fallen and one of those they went I believe it was fight. I believe it was fight for the fallen was was the one that they counter programmed with the evolve special, and then maybe it was all out. That the same day, earlier in the day, they had an NXT UK takeover that took place uh on the same day as all out but it was a little different because of the time difference um me being on the east coast uh in here in the states the show came on in the afternoon it was like maybe 12 o'clock one o'clock something like that because i remember i was watching it as i was going to as i was going to work it was like i, I believe maybe it was orientation or registration or something like that back when i used to work at the university and i was watching it on my phone on um wwe network back when it was it, they weren't with peacock yet they it was still wwe network and it might have been like maybe the second or the third um it might have been uh takeover cardiff that yes if i'm not mistaken i believe it was takeover cardiff and um takeover Cardiff I know they had they had takeover Blackpool 
They had TakeOver Blackpool 2. Yeah, it was TakeOver Cardiff because it, they had, it was take, like obviously they had the two tournaments and then they had the tournament, Tyler, uh, uh, Tyler Bate won. Then they had, you know, Matt, they had matches throughout, you know, as time went. And then uh, Pete Dunn won the title off of Bate. And then they had, um, I believe, TakeOver Cardiff, I believe, was the second one. And then they had TakeOver Blackpool 2. And that's when Dunn, that's when Walter debuted. Maybe I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm totally spacing. Dunn won the title prior to the first takeover. And I believe Walter, Walter debuted at the, yeah, Walter, he debuted at the first takeover Blackpool. And then he won the title on a, on a, um, on a, on a, on a takeover in the States. I believe that's how it happened because I believe Dunn won it. I believe Dunn won it on a takeover in the states from Bait, and 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 then you know time goes. Walt debuts at at Black at the first takeover Blackpool, and then he won it at a takeover in the states. I believe uh, WrestleMania weekend. So then the next, yeah. So Cardiff. Would I believe it, it is Cardiff, and then obviously you you had Blackpool too, because at the end Undisputed Era attacks Imperium, which was amazing, and then they had the Worlds Collide. Instead of doing instead of doing another takeover, it wasn't billed as a takeover. It was just billed as uh, uh, Worlds Collide, which that was another brand that they had, but it wasn't on that that it wasn't on as big of a scale as when they presented it in a, in a takeover style as a pay-per-view. So yeah, that went against all out previously. So now it looks like this one, this NXT, the next is not a takeover, but I mean, obviously they don't call them takeovers anymore, but it's, I mean, I, I just think it would be amazing if, if they brought that name back at some point where you can have some of the PLEs be takeovers like i guess when you put them on the same weekend or put them in the same city with the wwe pay-per-view you can do a takeover like with the big four or the big five if, if you count money in the bank and then if you want to have additional uh ple's for nxt then you would just they wouldn't be a takeover but you know that's uh that's um you know that's 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 a conversation for another time so like i said that's why i kind of want to um give nxt its own platform because as you can see i'm like really you know invested in in the nxt product um but yeah like whew. coming off of that Definitely somebody that's not going to be at all out. Um, obviously, there was the announcement. Um, I believe uh, I believe it's going to be Claudio Castagnoli defending the ROH title against 
uh, Takashi Takashida. Like, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's like one of the um, Japanese talents that a lot of people are high on. Obviously, like he had his match with Moxley and, you know, I, um, he's somebody that I believe Omega, like Omega is real high on him, which is what led him to um, AEW. And he's had other appearances um, on AEW, like on Dark, as well as on um, Dynamite and Rampage, if I'm not mistaken. So he's going to be getting a shot, I believe, at the ROH title at Battle of, Battle of the Belts 3. But Jonathan Gresham, man, I didn't think it was that deep. I did not know it was that deep. Like, the only thing I knew about was the, obviously, was the spoilers of him coming out on Dark without the ROH title. And everybody was like, yeah, he's going to be losing that title to Claudio. Like, that was like the thing. Uh, I totally spaced when I watched the when when I watched the match, and you know him opening him opening the show. Obviously, they explained it well on the pay per view in regards to there being a coin flip. But I mean, you would have you you like out the only way that that match, the only reason that match would main event over Briscoe's FTR two. And the fact that it was two out of three falls would be, no, we're not putting any match in the main event if we have that that isn't our world title match, if we have a world title match booked. But when you look at how Briscoe's versus FTR was, was built up to, as well as um, how quick and sudden a Jonathan Gresham-Claudio Castagnoli match was booked, obviously... Briscoe's versus FTR was going to have to close the show. And then you just had to ask yourself, like, when will Claudio and Gresham wrestle? I was a little surprised that they went on first, but then that has been something that has happened in WWE with two titles. Um, and then obviously the other, the two women's titles, you, you add those into the mix. And it's like, okay, so what's going to, we have we have multiple matches that can close the show so why not open the show with one of these matches and then AEW has done it as well where they have had the world title match because they want to give it they don't want to give away if the match is going to be a draw so like that's happened on uh, like Dynamite, for example, where it's like, OK, if we, we start this match at nine o'clock, people are going to be expecting a draw because what other match is going to come on after that, after this. So what they started to do was they would open Dynamite with the world title match. Like I believe the most recent one. Did they do it at Fight for the Fallen? I'm, I, I, I mean, sometimes my brain is just gets away from me, but like Adam Page and Brian Danielson opened the show at eight o'clock and then they went to a draw in the first match. And then the other match you like, are they going to go to a draw again? But 
you put it on at eight o'clock so you get the full 60 minutes if 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 the if all 60 minutes are needed and then if the match does end prior to the 60 minutes you still have your other matches that are booked for that second hour so it doesn't look it doesn't look away when if the match was the main event and it started at nine o'clock to get a full 60 minutes and it ends with maybe 20 minutes left in the show and then it's like okay what are we going to do with these last 20 minutes like ufc they do it where you know they have their their pre uh, their prelims and i believe boxing does the same thing and they could easily go to show a prelim match that wasn't on the pay-per-view like maybe you missed it um on the prelim or it was a prelim that wasn't aired and then to close out the pay-per-view they they'll throw those other fights up there if the main event ends with time still remaining on the broadcast so you know i'm not sure if the wrestling um business for lack of a better something that's possible where you can tape a match um and just have it in the tuck for if the main event ends with time left so people might be leaving the building but they can go and pitch it to a match that happened earlier in the evening like hey we're going to give you this bonus match like i'm not sure if if um if they would be able to execute that in a way like how boxing or mixed martial arts um like UFC is able to do where they can say oh hey here's this other fight from from earlier in the day if you missed the, the the prelims or or this match this was a fight that happened before the prelims went to air so yeah uh anyway um people were saying you know Gresham came out the way he came out he didn't come out in like I totally was oblivious that he didn't come out with his octopus mask he didn't come out with his jacket they they were like he just came out you know i believe he just had on his t-shirt and he, and he had the title and then they just did the whole big thing on the on the on the on zero hour with uh prince nana buying out tully blanchard enterprises and rebranding them as the embassy jonathan gresham had just turned heel he joined tully blanchard uh so it was like everything kind of shifted so quick that it was like people were saying how his demeanor was it was like oh yeah he's about to do the job he's about the job claudio claudio is definitely winning the title like i just was going off you know the pictures of him not having a title at dark like yeah you know claudio's the new quote unquote you know flavor of you know whatever you know the most recent debut having had the wwe experience and walking through the forbidden door pun intended or not intended and yeah so apparently an, another situation of where communication is, is is lacking when it comes to certain talent and aew in relation to speaking with tony khan in regards to creative direction and things of that nature so apparently you know gresham you know 
I didn't see like like I said, maybe 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 I'm not as keen on certain things as as I thought I was. But he apparently was trying to speak with Tony Khan in regards to the direction of his character, in regards to where where Ring of Honor was going, and I guess pitching whatever ideas he was pitching. But Tony Khan had a different plan for and clearly as you can see so far with a lot of AEW talent holding these Ring of Honor titles like I believe the only titles not held by an AEW contracted wrestler that is um I'm talking about someone that is hashtag all elite like they had their their AEW proper they're not on I believe uh I believe Cody was I believe back back prior to Cody leaving for WWE um, and I believe this may have been earlier on more so. I think during the, it was it what I believe it was during the pandemic when he explained it because that's when more talent showed up, and you saw them more frequently versus when they first started. And uh, you know they would go, you know, and do and do dynamite back when it was just dynamite, and then they would tape um, dark at whatever location they were at. So the talent at the time that was on dark, I don't think it was as people were as familiar with these people. Like I believe there were some people that they were bringing in that 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 you would see more consistently, but for the most part, I believe it was more of a local talent type of deal. Like like when you see the enhancement talent on like WWE programming, for example. So I believe it was more so something like that, but with the pandemic and everybody being centralized in one location, you started seeing talent more and more. And you would like, yo, like that's when they had him in the crowd and things of that nature. And I believe that's around the time when to uh when Cody um had explained that there was that that talent pretty much was on um tier zero was uh what he said was their contract where it was like pay per appearance um like they were they were extras like that like that's who sean dean um ended up becoming in charge of um um so so it's just it's just like one of them things like where the only the only act the well i don't want to say act because i know People kind of frown in the wrestling business. They frown at the at the word act. The only talent that, from what I can tell right now, that have AEW, I mean, excuse me, that have ROH titles that that aren't on the AEW roster is the the new six man uh, champions, Dalton Castle and, and, and the boys. Uh, what Brent and 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 and, and Brent? I, I I don't want. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm butchering the names, uh, but I believe they're I believe that the Tate twins, if if I'm not mistaken, is how they go on uh, on socials. But th those are the only three that that have a, a Ring of Honor championship title right now that are not hashtag All Elite. So it's like, um, is he trying to use? Like I guess he's using the AEW talent to keep, you know, the ROH titles, the the various ROH titles, the 
the men's title, the women's title, the tag titles, the pure title, um, to keep them relevant on television. And hopefully that will make ROH visible enough to where they can get their own television deal. But I would have to think an issue that they're probably having with Ring of Honor getting a television deal is that there are certain things that which Tony brought it up as far as being in conflict with a conflict of interest. Like he doesn't want to run on Monday, not not to not not because he doesn't want to go up against Monday Night Raw per se, but because he doesn't want to go up against Monday Night Football. And then obviously there's Thursday Night Football, and then Sunday is the is the huge day for football. And then you have where, at least in terms of dynamite, uh, Warner Media and Turner have agreements with the NBA and now the NBA and NHL to air on certain days. So I believe, uh, I think Tuesday and Thursday is when the NBA is on TNT. And now the NHL on Wednesday is on TNT. So, and then you now you also have what's going, uh, then you got SmackDown on Friday which he didn't want to go up head to head per se. He like, obviously, you know, you had the, the 10 to 10 30 Friday night war, but it doesn't appear to me that Tony Khan wants to put programming completely against SmackDown from eight to 10. So you're running out of, you're running out of real estate to have, an ROH show. Now, I think Saturday, which I don't know how that would play because obviously Rampage hasn't had the best of luck on Fridays. So, I mean, here and there, they get their, you know, they get their bumps and they'll go up. But for the most part, Rampage, um, you can, you can, you can call it the fact that it's taped. Uh, you can call it the fact that it doesn't come on until 10 p.m. But Rampage just is just in a tough spot. So there's no telling as to what or where or how, like what what would an ROH show look like? Like what night would it come on? What 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 time slot so i get like like i i I definitely i definitely championing them getting a television deal because i feel only they wouldn't they won't be able to um separate themselves and individualize themselves again as their own as their own as their own property their own intellectual property or their own brand like right now roh because uh i believe he did he did um he did he did answer the question that he that roh will not be developmental 
it will not be developmental for for AEW. It will not be the NXT to AEW's WWE, if you will, for lack of a better for lack of a better analogy. It will not be the G League to you know the NBA. Like it's it, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be the minor league baseball to you know MLB. And in a way, I kind of feel him on that. But I do think that in, there's going to be some aspect or element of Ring of Honor that people are going to look at and, and say that it is like the developmental. Because from what I can tell, and with especially with Tony Khan owning both companies in the type of contracts that the ROH talent is signing, like the ones that are signing these deals, they have ROH slash AEW contracts. Now, I'm not sure of the specific type of AEW deal that that they have. Like, cause I'm, it, I, it, I, I imagine it's it's a separate type of deal than like, for example, a a, a, a tier zero deal that like you know like the extra that the extras had in the pandemic and that some other talent still still has to where it's like, hey, you you have an AEW contract, you know, pay per appearance. If we need you, uh, AEW takes preference over any other booking or something like that. Like, I'm not sure what the specific details of those of those deals are are so the roh talent they have some type of deal with with aew like roh from what i can tell is its own company um like when i went on the website uh like you see the copyright and i believe it's the company right now is is called i believe it's i believe it's roh acquisitions so I believe that's the company that Tony Khan must have started in order to um, make the purchase of ROH. So it was like, hey, we're gonna, you know, so it, it's it, that's the company name that that purchased ROH. So I'm not sure how money works there, because. Uh, the way the way the way it sounds to me is that the talent that signs these ROH deals they're getting their check cut the same way AEW cuts talent to the guys that are hashtag to the talent that's hashtag all elite and the talent that's on dark and dark elevation like they're all getting all elite wrestling checks. So I think that's the same deal with ROH. I don't think ROH is on, you know, their paycheck. Uh, like, for example, I worked at uh, Bush Gardens at one point, but Bush Gardens is owned by SeaWorld. So when I got my check, my check didn't say Bush Gardens. My check said SeaWorld, SeaWorld um, Entertainment. So I believe that's kind of the deal that a lot of the ROH talent has. But <laughs> I know I, I'm trying to reel myself in, but just, I, I don't know, I just felt for some reason I had to put that information out there as to what was going on. So to make a long story short, 
as we uh, come up on an hour and 40 minutes, making a long story short, LOL. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham was not happy with, you know, how things were going. And he has requested his release. Now, there's like a lot of different differences of opinion that people have. I, I didn't get the opportunity to hear too many people's opinions on it. But um, from what little bit that I gathered, um, I mean, obviously, there were people that I wanted to hear their opinion, but never got never got really got the chance to like I, I've. Like, I mean, the, the, it's, it's there. All I have to do is press play. But I feel with everything that, you know, I figured I was like, well, let me not do that. Um, but the opinions that I did see are kind of crazy. Because I feel like people don't have the same energy for. People don't have the same energy for people in the same situations. Now I'm not sure if they're there. I'm not sure if this is a situation where, where, because I mean, I guess, I guess when certain people do certain things and you like the person, you shoot them bail. But if you don't like the person and they do the same exact thing that this other guy did or this other woman did that you like, they get cast as you know a villain. Like there's been like obviously like like with like which um. I imagine it's the same people that didn't like Sasha um, slash Mercedes or, or, or you know, um, Naomi slash Trinity walking out. I imagine it's those people. Like, so I, I'm, I'm not sure if if the people that support Sasha and Naomi were against what Gresham did, because uh, apparently because apparently he went further than what than, than what Sasha and Naomi did um, to where they, you know, Express their displeasure about how you know the the direction was going for the for the women's tag titles. Like like, and they got they got they got called on professional. So based off what I heard about Gresham, and hearing them say that he was on professional, like, well, I mean, if y'all saying Sasha and Naomi were on professional, like they saying Gresham was cursing Tony Khan out. And my thing, I'm like, and? Like, he he wanted, like, if you saw, like, if you, like, obviously, I, I wasn't watching ROH pre-pandemic, and a lot of people had ROH, or as they call it, um, one, of, one of the terms in wrestling is in the mud. Like, that was like a whole big thing during the, Wednesday night quote unquote wars where whoever won in the ratings, the other um the the comp they, they were in the mud. Um I believe it was like that's like a corn uh, a cornet, a Jim Cornette, Matt Hardy deal where 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 the in the mud thing came from. Um but yeah, like come on man. Like shoot, if if you if you saw, if you saw, let, I, I'm gonna start from I'm 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 gonna start with with the with the pure tournament because that's that that's when that's when I caught wind of ROH still going on. Like I I wasn't there for, I mean obviously I went back and watched it during during the pandemic as things progressed and I and I got 
prior to final battle, I, I went ahead and got um I went ahead and got Honor Club, which I believe I said that on on a, on a previous pod about how they were restructuring that and that it's supposed to be coming back this fall, if I'm not mistaken. So that should be just in time for um for final battle in, in December. Um but yeah, like if you watched it and from the point that I watched it, which is which is the pure rules, the, the pure title tournament, and you saw how the foundation was a huge, huge selling point for ROH in that time. I'm talking Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, Tracy Williams, Brett Titus, and then the guys that were on the periphery, like like I, I, uh, they, I believe they were not signed to ROH, but you know they would get booked and obviously paid by ROH, like whenever they got booked, like Fred Yehi, Willa Yuta, and um, I think Josh Woods was signed, and obviously later on, uh, basically once so Jonathan Gresham was the guy in the in the in the in the in the pure in the in the in the pure uh the pure division the pure title division Jonathan Gresham was the guy like he was the guy he as he states was the foundation and then he had a group of like-minded guys that were with him you had them you like like ROH is what you I, I, is like when you look at what they did with factions in comparison to what AEW does with factions. Obviously, they say AEW is doing it is modeled after um, what New Japan does with having factions, and it's a way to get more people on TV. And I can't speak to how New Japan um, handles stables and factions because, like. The, the extent of me um, seeking out New Japan is Wrestle Kingdom and then a little bit of uh, New Japan Strong. And then if I happen to watch Impact on, on any given Thursday from 8 to 10, if I let the feed continue, then um, New Japan comes on. And they have, it's more of a... I don't think it's it's not a uh, live thing or anything like that, but I, I believe the way they do that particular show is um, they'll show something like recent that took place. Like one of the episodes they had the uh, where Jay White beat Okada for the title and uh, Tanahashi beat Goto uh, to go on to face Moxley at Forbidden Door. Like there was an episode that had those two matches on it. Um, or either I think it was maybe maybe the one match happened in one week and then they showed the other match the other week. Um, but yeah, so the way ROH did it was amazing, man. It was like then you had because you had everybody had their own philosophies. It was like it was like their factions were based off philosophies. So you had Jonathan Gresham leading the foundation. They, they were all about the pure rules and, and keeping the honor. And then you had, um, <clears throat> excuse me, then you had, you had Shane Taylor Promotions. They were, you know, 
they 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 had a similar vision but a different way of going about getting it done like shane uh taylor which he retweeted something in regards somebody tweeted out about the um the trios titles coming to aew and you know so that's like one of those hmm i mean khan is already over there so i will i don't foresee khan at least right away being somebody that they that 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 read like he's like i imagine he's still tight with 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 them but it's just like whatever decision he made he made the like i guess you know the best decision for himself to go ahead and 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 and, and go to this go to the new roh within aew because uh, he was uh doing like singles matches on dark i believe one of them um, if if I'm not mistaken, he had a, he, he wrestled um, Adam Cole on on an episode of either AEW Dark or AEW Dark Elevation, and um, what was interesting about that before before we get back into the whole ROH of it is, you know, Shane Taylor, man, he he don't he 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 sees everything because I think I responded, um, I was like, well, what if Shane Taylor promotions in this iteration um that that at least from what I from what I from what I know of from what I know of Shane Taylor promotions I was saying what if uh Shane Moses and O'Shea ended up in the ring with Khan his tag team partner Loa and Brian Cage on the other side and yeah, man, Shane with it. So I was like, "Yo!" Like, and then the guy that I that I commented from that 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 I responded to. So it was like that that I that uh that that Shane had retweeted. I'm like, "Yo!" Like, if AEW does that, because I still always think back to what Shane Taylor said about like even when ROH was going on about how you know because i'm about to bring the other faction into it violence uh vi what violence unlimited uh that brody king uh started up with with homicide and uh tony deppin and uh chris dickinson so you had three different factions that were like they was going at it they was at each other it was like yo if only they had a bigger platform because they were on uh, Sinclair Network because that's that's who owned it. It was a similar thing how Impact is where they're on they're on the channel that the that the company that owns them owns. So it's so so it's like, well, where can I find this at? But ROH which impact obviously has their own ways of also showing the show like they they used to also show the show on twitch and uh i want to say as of last year they made the move from twitch to youtube where uh you subscribe uh like if you're if you're a paid if you're if you're a paid subscriber then you get to watch uh you can watch impact on 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 youtube or i believe if you have impact plus you can watch uh the episode of impact you can watch it on impact plus so roh though 
still allowed you to watch it for free as long as it was that week's episode. So they would put the that week's episode, they would post it on Monday because they would air it over the weekend on, on, on their network. And then come Monday, they would they would release the show to you on on ROH rest uh, uh, ROH or ring of honor.com. I, I, I believe it was, I believe it's ROH wrestling.com. I believe is is the website. So I would, I would normally, I would watch it there. And then during the time that I had honor, when you, if you have honor club, you can go back and watch the previous episodes of ROH TV. So if you missed for whatever reason, if you were busy that week and you didn't get to see it as like one of the main things on the website, like once they went to that next episode, unless you like, if you got Honor Club, you can still watch the episode. Or well, obviously, like, like you know, there's other if you're internet savvy, there's other ways to watch it. But I mean, if you want to keep it, if you want to go directly to the source, that's pretty much that's that's what I did. Like I would go on ROH Wrestling and I would watch it. Then I would go and I would watch when they had like if they have an exclusive match posted to YouTube. So like that was like like. That was like my beef with with AEW and how they did YouTube because it was like a different feel. Like everything feel, felt like it was like a, a enhancement talent match where it's like this person has no chance at beating this AEW talent. So uh, a lot of people was like, yo, man, they got a lot of a lot of great matches on there and a lot of bangers. But it's like I don't want to sit there and sift through and fast forward. Like I loved when AEW they 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 would they would put up they would post dark i believe this this is before elevation before they added elevation they would post or 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 um premiere dark um live i mean well they would go live with 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 the show like the show was taped but like they would it, it was it would be scheduled to come on at a certain time on the youtube channel and then you can go there and you can watch it which I seldomly did. Like I like I said, I don't really watch Dark that much. Not not to, you know, I, I keep veering away into like tangents. But um but uh yeah, so they they would post the individual matches after that. Like later in the week, you can go in onto and you would see instead of it being like you could you still have the option to watch the full show. But instead of you going into the show and fast and, and, you know, clicking through, like if it was something specific that you wanted to see, they used to put up the matches individually later in the week. So I would say like, say Monday, you know, they had the whole show up there and then like Thursday or Friday or something like that, they would post all the matches individually. And I used to love that. Like when I heard about somebody going up to getting becoming all elite and and being featured now on Dynamite and stuff like that, I would go through and you know I would click on their specific match um, that they had. It'd say so and so versus so and so, or when um, NXT signed like somebody that was on Dark, I would go back and click through like uh, Cora Jade. Uh, she, she was on Dark as uh, Elena Black. So I would go back and I would scroll through and see where the Elena Black matches were posted. And, and, and you know, I checked them out real quick. Like, like, like uh, uh, Ben Carter slash Nathan Frazier, 
So uh, obviously, Priscilla Kelly, uh, Gigi Dolan, even though I was more, I was already a little more familiar with her because I was familiar with who Pr Priscilla Kelly was, and she did appear, even though she wasn't signed, she did appear on on eight on actual AEW television. So, I mean, it was like a handful of you know people that I I, I did that Cole Carter, um, Troy uh, Two Dimes uh, Donovan, so. It was it, it it made it easy. Like you didn't really have to like work for it. It was just like, okay, here's where this stuff is. Okay. And and like I would I would rather that format or the format that ROH had, where they would post an exclusive match, or they would or or like when they had Quinn McKay hosting week by week. I believe her name is Kelly Kincaid now with uh an NXT uh, yeah, NXT level up which I still have to tap into that. Obviously, it's going to be a little difficult this weekend to do that. Uh, hopefully, I, I do get an opportunity to watch it maybe tomorrow. Um, because besides playing PS5 and watching baseball, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have anything going on tomorrow um, besides posting my, my SummerSlam uh, re recap or review, which... Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get to 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 SummerSlam. Um, we, we're gonna end we're gonna end with SummerSlam. But yeah, like that whole situation right there. Jonathan Gresham was like the guy, like him, Shane Taylor, which that's what I meant to say. Uh, because I was wondering like like how that how things would look in AEW with a Shane Taylor and a Shane Taylor Promotions. Um pulling up uh, I, I was getting ready to say the dailies place because <laughs> you kind of got used to um like nxt being where they are right now how it where AEW was wwe being in being um at first in the performance center and then being in in, in the thunderdome you know when like the, the different uh i believe it was like three iterations of, of the thunderdome so it, it, it's it's interesting like because he did make uh he he did make it known like yeah like you saw because you saw the presentation of brody king where you know he had the whole ski match deal when he comes out to you know his entrance and you know shane you know he, he brought up you know he made valid points like um he was spitting if you will like like i i i, I, I mean <laughs> I'm trying not to say the whole actual thing, like, yo, that, but Shane Taylor was spitting. Like, yeah, what if, you know, I came out my entrance because, like, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions was already looked at in a certain way, whereas, like, they weren't given the same, they weren't, give, they weren't given the same look from people unless you like them. They weren't given that same thing that, the foundation was given that violence unlimited was given that uh uh the kingdom the elite bullet club whatever other factions were in roh like they weren't given that same that same look of yo this is a group to be reckoned with everybody was trying to turn that group into like a negative thing like like the ones that didn't the ones that didn't see the vision 
the ones that didn't get it they didn't they didn't understand shane taylor's mission statement they didn't understand how that group operated because he even would say in a lot of interviews because people were asking like oh would you sign here would you go here would you do that and he was saying if i go anywhere shane taylor promotions is coming with me so like moses and khan o'shea edwards um i'm not familiar with everybody that's in the group but i believe rev i believe rev ron hunt and i believe there may be one or two other guys that that's in that camp that i'm not familiar with but as far as what i was familiar with it was shane taylor moses and khan and then o'shea was like uh i guess like if when you look like if you well i mean i don't know too much about motor 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 uh clubs uh motorcycle i'm using air quotes gangs as as people would call them um but you know motorcycle clubs like if you obviously the 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 main connection to that 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 probably anybody could universally agree with is um is uh uh sons of anarchy or or or, or if you or if you watch the spinoff uh mayans and they have what is known as prospects or probates like there's somebody that wants to join the group or somebody that was being recruited into the group but it was certain things that the the group had to see before you got your cut before you got your colors before you got your vest before you got officially before you were officially inducted into that group there were certain things that you had to do or certain things that the leadership um within that group had to see from you to say okay so that was where o'shea was and he he was he was he was going uh, his his main rival was sledge and then eventually you know shane gave him the jersey and he was fully um in the group but yeah like so that was like my one thing like if somehow they can pull up to aew that that would be great because they were viewed as like something that you kind of have to wonder like like why aren't they there like is it because of you know the reasons that i that i stated because they look a certain way and and i'll leave it at that but um definitely a huge moment at final battle with all the or majority of the black talent um and definitely shouts to uh the uh behind enemy lines uh kenny king interview because people did make it seem like that lethal and gresham wasn't won't won't with it or whatever but he kenny king he 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 did it he did it all that like like yo they in the main event you know what i'm saying like they 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 getting ready for the main event and then you know with how the show came together i guess as far as like if it was live or how they taped it however they did that um they ended up just not being a part of it a, a part of the salute the 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 the, the black fist um I, yo that's a iconic moment in 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 wrestling man like not just black wrestling but wrestling like that powerful like i saw the picture i don't 
I don't know what happened in terms of me watching Final Battle at that point, because I think for whatever reason, I couldn't get my subscription and I couldn't quite, you know, because I think it might have been, it was something where I think that pay-per-view ended up happening on a Friday, which I think their pay-per-views were on Fridays, but it was like, I don't know, I, I had an easier time watching prior, or maybe it was something where it was, I was just kind of like, like I didn't know ROH was coming back. Like they they had already announced, like, hey, yeah, we're we're doing Super Carter Honor, so we're leaving for now, and you know we're we're gonna build toward we're gonna we're gonna get out we're gonna get our ducks in a row, and then we're gonna come back for Super Carter Honor. And now obviously you know the whole Tony Khan buying the company and things of that nature, you know that took that all you know how that how that all went down, but yeah, so <sighs> Gresham from running being the guy in the pure division and then winning the title from you know having the match have he had the match with lethal he won the title he was defending the title and everybody kind of one of the things that people were saying in regards to this situation with him you know dropping the title not being happy uh people said he cursed out tony khan and it's like people were now starting to say, well, he didn't have to defend the title. Like he went to progress and won the progress title. And he kind of, he, I, I didn't really get a chance to uh, tap back into progress during, during that time. But um, he ends up dropping the title due to certain stipulations that took place. I guess that was to get him back to the States uh, so he can do, you know, the, the, Cause he did, he, he, he was doing some stuff with impact and then you stopped seeing him in impact, um, where they had, uh, I guess he was feuding with honor no more because he was, you know, the always champ, but then, you know, he disappeared. I, I mean, I didn't notice him coming, doing anything with impact for, for a while. Uh, cause he was doing a lot of stuff with, um, AEW, um, and ROH. So like people were saying he didn't have to defend the title. Like he defended the title in his own promotion terminus. And it had me wondering, like, cause I believe they, the last thing I forgot what, what pod it was, but, um, the person did make mention, they said something about him shutting terminus down, which I was kind of confused cause there was, they did the two shows and then I didn't hear about terminus for a while. So I was, it was like something that I had on my list to talk about like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, yo, um, where's Terminus? Obviously I liked the first show, even though they had like whatever, like technical difficulties that they had, you know, to get, you know, to, to get started, um, to get the show going. And then, you know, the second show, I didn't never got a chance to get around the scene and like the thing, the, the whole thing with the referee went, went viral or whatever, like when he was uh, wrestling uh, Mike Santana or more more, more popularly known as Jess Santana. So um, it was just like, people are saying he didn't have to do it, but looking at how Jonathan Gresham was invested in ROH, because he could have easily instead of defending the ROH title at Terminus, he could have easily said, yo, we're going to, you know, however we do it, we're going to 
we're going to make a, a terminus champion. But nah, he kept it. Like people came on and defended. Like not everybody defended their titles, but he, you know, people from AEW was coming in, people from Impact was coming in, people that were uh in ROH with um Gresham were wrestling on the show, other independent talent that a lot of people um probably have, you know, like me, the the most that I knew of them was like following them on Twitter or or Instagram getting to see more of their story even though i wasn't able to like really tap into their actual matches and things of that nature and it's like I, and like i would i would always continually tell myself man i need to see uh what uh i really need to see uh i believe janiah kai i believe was one of the ones that was really bubbling uh trisha dora i only saw like you know small sample size when uh they did the women's tournament in uh roh and then it looked like she was um, headed to be uh, a, a member of Shane Taylor Promotions. And then, you know, everything kind of just stopped because obviously, you know, what went down with ROH went down with ROH. So I was actually getting like between the two shows and in, in, like uh, mainly the first show, um, getting to kind of see more of what these people could do. Like some of them obviously wrestled on dark, but um, unless you really tap in, you probably didn't really get to get the full representation of what they can do. Whereas when I seen them in Terminus having matches, I'm like, okay, wow, this is what, oh, okay. I see what people is saying about this, this, this particular talent. I see why, you know, they're saying, oh, that person is, yo, yeah, keep an eye on so-and-so they're the next up. And Terminus was like the perfect platform, at least from what I saw where I was like, wow, okay. All I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know all this talent was out here so yeah man like because then when i was wondering about it all of a sudden i seen something about a third a third terminus show like i don't know if it already passed or how or what was going on with that but i, I could have swore i saw where 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 there was a um a third a third terminus show that happened or that was or, or that was about to happen so i mean like i i would be real interested and real curious to see if Gresham appears back in Impact, or if he um, were to join like MLW, or if he was to go back to Progress, so I mean it's it's real interesting to see like what could potentially happen because obviously over in Impact, obviously Jordan Grace is over there, and um, obviously Jonathan Gresham has been there even though he wasn't at least to my knowledge signed to an Impact deal, um, or a Progress deal for that matter. Uh, what's the potential of him pulling up and showing up in NXT? I mean, it, it's a lot, and it's interesting. Like, just from, and I don't know if he was released or not. Like, like I said, I don't know what type of deal the ROH talent had um, under the AEW umbrella. So, so yeah, I mean, we're 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 at two hours now, and. I mean, I just felt I needed to, you know, speak on um, the Jonathan Gresham situation. And, you know, I ride with dude. I rock, I rock with him, man. Like, he was one of them people that had me um, invested in what was going on in ROH um, during, at the height, I guess, of the pandemic when, when, when people were figuring out, like, after, like, the whole shutdown part of it, when when people were starting to figure out how to safely 
present wrestling, albeit with no crowds. We can still show it on television. We can still get the engagement on social media and online. Um, and we still have these t this time slot to fill. And we filled it enough with, with our back catalog. We need to get some new content. And obviously ROH was one of the later ones to come back. Um, in terms of, because, you know, WWE and AEW um, and, well, NXT under WWE was still going. Like, they they had their, you know, they had their, their, their base of operation and they were in Florida. So that helped both of them tremendously because of, you know, like, I, like all the stuff that was going on. But ROH was um, in Maryland like and then so and i believe mlw i don't remember where they were um taping out of and then obviously with progress they did their thing where they came back and they were based where they were based and nxt uk was in a similar situation where they did they couldn't continue like how nxt um continued over in the states and then they eventually found a home where they can they were able to, you know, present the show safely uh, with BT Studios, which is they're they're still there right now, and now they have a crowd in in that building. Um, and ROH did a similar thing, but they still had the empty crowds in Maryland, and then they brought fans in for like when they did the pay per views, at least like when they were able to get fans in there, like for Final Battle, for example, and I believe like. Um, I think Glory by Honor or, or the 19th anniversary, I think might have had a crowd. I can't can't say for sure, like my memory, you know, but definitely Final Battle, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, had a crowd. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into it, yo. Like, uh, I guess I'll get more in depth tomorrow when when I when I review the show because it's, it'll be dedicated to SummerSlam, but. Um, I did want to, like, my goal is to keep it under two hours. But like I said, obviously, there would be times where uh, the show would be longer and the show would be shorter. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into this thing, man. We got Seth freaking Rollins not wrestling Riddle. If you saw Raw, you saw him hit the curb stomp. And it feels like something is supposed to happen with Seth at SummerSlam. Because uh, he was like, sorry, it's, it's out of my control. I really wanted to wrestle on this card, yada, yada, yada. Triple H, you know, he, uh, he, he responded to the tweet, we hear you. So sounds like something could be going on. They're saying that the match that Riddle, Riddle is not, they're saying, I, I don't know for sure or not, but they're saying that Riddle's not hurt. It's just a storyline injury to push the match back. In my mind, I was thinking that they were pushing it back for a clash at the castle. Um, but, you know, at this point, who knows the, the the full reason as to why that match was removed from SummerSlam and the way that they went about um, storyline um, removing the match from SummerSlam. It wasn't like they just cut the match. It was like, yo, Rollins injured Riddle. And now it feels like something is supposed to happen with Riddle at SummerSlam. I mean, excuse me, with Rollins at SummerSlam. Um, we got Pat McAfee and Baron Corbin. Yo. <laughs> Yo. 
you can say what you want to say about Baron Corbin, about Happy Corbin or bum ass Corbin. This is some entertaining stuff to me. Like going from him attacking McAfee after Money in the Bank, after Liv cashed in, which didn't make the actual airing of the pay-per-view because the pay-per-view, obviously, you wanted to end it off with um was it was it the was it the, what main event is what main event money in that I think did live I think yeah I think live did yeah I think that did, did end up being the main event um but yeah like uh Corbin attacking him after the show and then when Corbin attacked him like most recently and then with uh Corbin being in the crowd last night like somehow i don't know how he pulled this off but he i like i don't know if he went on I, like wwe.com because you get to click on your seat to, to buy your seat um for most of these arenas you click on the seat that you want or either he somehow found the person that had the seat and that person sold the ticket to him because it's a lot of work finding the seat that you want at a show, at a at a at a at a at a, at a concert, or like at least in this in this case, a wrestling event. So, for him to get a seat that was directly or like almost directly, like he got, he was like almost like directly behind Pat McAfee um, last night. So, I mean, that's an interesting thing. It's just like uh, the I, I'm I'm not really sure who like um. Oh, um, like I, I guess I think McAfee has to win that. Um, or I don't know, Corbin has to win that. Um, I gotta make sure I do the the the, the pool DraftKings. I know AEW works with them now too. So, like where they have the they have the they have the pools they have the pools now, where where you answer like certain questions and. You know, you get to share in some, some, you get to share in some money. Like, I don't, I don't know if you can withdraw the money, but um, maybe you can. I'm not sure. I believe, I believe you can withdraw the money um, if you win. If if you win, but it's it's free entry, and um, they have other pools. When you go in there, you'll see them where some are free, and then some you have to you you, you have to pay to get in, get into. But from what I've seen the aew and wwe ones have been free and then you know depending on how much you got right you know you, you um win a, you know whatever the prize money is for for where you place and um i mean a lot of them for the most part um a lot of mult is like a lot of mult a lot of people end up tied so you end up splitting the money from however many people so like 20 people tie for first you 20 all the 20 of you split the uh the the first place money going down to the 20th place money equally so whatever that total was for however much the the top 20 people would get so the money ends up not looking to be as large as you know if you came in first by yourself and won like whatever that prize was by itself instead you're sharing it with a whole bunch of people so it's just dependent upon what you answer and how you answer the questions but me personally like whatever little bit that i've won on those things i would put back into you know sports betting and stuff like that so you know it, it's like 
one of those opportunities for me to get free money to, you know, place a bet. Like, even if I was to come back with a dollar, it's like, okay, I can take this dollar, make a parlay. If the parlay hits, wow. If it doesn't, hey, that's a dollar that they gave me from a free pool. Um, got the Miz and Logan Paul. Um, a lot of people still don't like Logan Paul. Like, I'm not that familiar with dude. Like, obviously, I knew of what the certain things that happened in the news. And it's like, yo, that wasn't cool. Da 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 da, yada yada yada. But one thing I will say is whatever it was that he did, you know, I can't say if it was better or worse than what certain other people have did that are um, getting the opportunity to wrestle. Like, I think that might be the issue with because the fact that these guys are him and his brother were looked at as being YouTubers. But now you see them getting these boxing matches and now Logan Paul getting this look and signing with WWE is just like, I mean, it's like, yo, they're, they're trying to sell him as a baby face. He's not a baby face. He's a natural heel. He's, you know, whatever, whatever. But I mean, maybe I missed something, but when he got um, hit with the skull crushing finale from Miz at WrestleMania, I didn't hear a pop for Miz. Like, unless unless my ears are bad. I mean, I, you you're open to tell me if my ears are bad or not. But he got he got a lot of heat. He got a lot of heat for hitting hitting Logan Paul with that skull crushing finale. Now I don't know if that's on the strength of people not wanting to like the Miz, or if um because Logan Paul does have a large following, so. Um, that, that was interesting to me because leading up to it, obviously I didn't know what was going to happen, but once he did, you know, frog splash and, you know, I'm not expecting him to do anything crazy. Like, like, like a, like a, like a trip, like, like a, uh, um, a Canadian destroyer or whatever, like, 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 like what, what bad, bad Booney did the year prior. Like I wasn't expecting anything like that, but in the same in the same token, I definitely. But then listening to the Miz on, um, I believe it was Mac Mania, because a lot of the Ranger shows uh, were interviewing a lot a lot of WWE talent down in Nashville, and I'm and I believe the show that the Miz was on was was the was Mac Mania, the Mac yeah Mac Mania he was on Mac Mania. And he was explaining how quickly Logan Paul was picking things up and that it took him time to, you know, learn things as far as like the rest, like as far as like the in-ring wrestling. But he was like, um, Logan Paul, like, like the what's the saying he took to it? I mean, Miz didn't say the, say the he didn't say the quote, but that's basically what he was saying. Like he took he, he, he took to it like he took to wrestling like a fish, like like a fish takes to water. Um, and I'm not sure who's coming out of that. Then we got no disqualification. We got the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. Bro, if you saw Monday Night Raw and you saw the celebration, hold on.
if you saw that celebration for Rey Mysterio, and obviously the, the the you know the ongoing feud with with the Judgment Day, and yo like <laughs> from you know everything was cool. You know they you know it led you know he did he 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 thanked all his his like like his main peers and friends in in in, in the wrestling in the in the wrestling business and. Then you know, obviously, like Judgment Day comes out. Finn and um, Finn and uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest come out, and like obviously, uh, you know the the Rhea uh, Ripley uh, situation, which I'm I, I'm guessing that she should be the next challenger for Bianca. Obviously, there, there there's other. Well, I mean, I'm burying the lead. Uh, cause I, I will like Bianca and Becky, I mean, cause Becky, I mean, I don't think Becky's going to win, but, um, so she was out injured. So the simple fact that they have this match and then things just, oh man, it was crazy. Like I couldn't, like you have to, you have to see it go, go to raw However, you can watch Raw on Hulu or however you watch it. I uh, I believe I don't think they 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 um they don't um post it to Peacock as, as quick. I think it takes like I think I think whatever agreement I believe I I imagine it's because of the Hulu deal. They can't um immediately post um Raw and SmackDown, and I don't know what the status of Smack SmackDown is as far as. Uh, their uh, whatever's um, whatever deal they have with Fox, but um, I believe they still do post uh, SmackDown. I think it's the same situation where it still does go to Peacock after a certain amount of time, which I think is probably I think I think both Raw and SmackDown are like a month behind um, for when they can post it to Peacock. Uh, but yeah, like if or go to YouTube, go to social. Uh, media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm pretty sure, like it's it's out there. Uh, they they go backstage, they're celebrating, and a lot of people board it up. Like Ray, Ray, Ray needs new friends, man. He needs a new friend group. He might even need a new family. Because <laughs> yo, like all all you see is like Rhea Ripley pulls up. In a I'm your poppy shirt. Now, uh, speculation is Aaliyah could potentially be pregnant. That's what we that what, what a few of us were talking about in one of the spaces. Um, oh yes, I just got my alert for my PS5. It says arriving today by 7 p.m., but they gave me a window of two to six. So hopefully that bad boy shows up and and I and I can enjoy that prior to uh SummerSlam. Uh <laughs> You're getting you're getting uh live updates on 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 me and, and, and my PS5 saga, which I think I, I sacrificed my left big toe um yesterday. <laughs> um yeah, it kinda hurts. Um, but it's not that hurt where um where I can't walk. So I think I'll be all right. Um but I think anything prolonged, I probably will go get it checked. Um <laughs> but yeah. Um so Rhea Ripley it, like, cause Aaliyah is known as a party girl. Like, like obviously, she, like people knew of her, 
like I mean, you saw as a kid um, with I think it was CM Punk that that song "Happy Birthday" to her. Um, so, but now she's an adult, and there was that whole thing with the the age gap of her um, being on screen in an on screen relationship with uh, Buddy Murphy, who just so happens to be in a relationship with Rhea Ripley now. And everybody was like, yo, what happened to the black dude that, that she was posting on Instagram? Well, apparently they must have broke up. They they agreed to end that relationship. And then the rumors started of if uh, her being with Buddy Murphy or, well, Buddy Matthews now. And um, I, I think that was confirmed. <laughs> but, um, and then I think when like during that time that she was doing it i believe i mean i don't know if it's the same guy or not but um i believe she is with i mean i don't want to get too much into women's business but like the thing the ongoing thing with her was that she was a partier or whatever you know i don't know about like i can't speak to drugs but that apparently she she does drink but in that segment um she wasn't even fiending or or faking to like be drinking like with the, like the toast like she didn't have any type of um, alcoholic beverage whatever. Now I don't know if she, I, I imagine that she's at least twenty one by now, um, but people and like somebody did, which it was a woman I believe if I'm not mistaken. So I, I, like I said, I don't want to get too much in the women's business, but she, uh, reference was made to like hmm like when like i think when 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 they first came out the maybach yo he pulled up in the maybach but <laughs> but like they like a, a reference was made to hmm Aaliyah's looking kind of yeah so then when i i noticed that she wasn't drinking i'm like yo could she be pregnant like so that's the only thing that kind of caught me off guard when when she got mushed but i guess because it wasn't something that was like super physical like, I don't know. It's, it just was interesting to see, like, like I don't want to be, like, the gossipy guy or whatever, anything like that. But it was just, like, uh, then Buddy uh, Matthews, he posted something about, he tweeted out something about um, he wouldn't mind um, them having a, um, a buddy a buddy on a pole match. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was crazy because it was, like, yo, like, she dead walked up. She walked into this room. Dolo. She mushes your daughter. You obviously she's a woman. So it's like it ain't too much that you can do. But Angie, like I thought Angie was about to get buck with it. But I guess she was she went intended to uh, to Aaliyah. And then. Yo, they come and grab Dom by his mullet. By his Eddie Guerrero mullet, yo, like, and they dragged him out the room, son, like, <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, what is happening right now? And then Finn made note, like, yo, Ray, this ain't, and then I think they, I, I think once they grabbed Dom up, somehow it ended up going from them grabbing Dom to them having, to them having Ray. And Finn's telling Ray, yo, this is not your anniversary. This is my birthday. And everybody was like, yeah, it is. It is Finn Balor's birthday today. So. <laughs> and then I thought it was over. But no, it's not over. 
they still um because I think they went to interview they interviewed so I think it was Dom that got attacked first. Like I forgot who got attacked because I know they would they had Dom. They had they they was dragging Dom. They drag they got Dom. They dragged Dom up out the room and Ray followed out and then that and he got in that and and, and and got attacked. Uh so then they tried to interview Ray and then Dan, uh Damian Priest and Finn Bala was still there ready to get it in and people came to you know keep that from happening and then here comes Rhea Ripley bomb kicks uh Ray with I guess in the arm he was selling the arm like yo like yo where's Cain Velasquez when you need him son like if there was ever a time like people for whatever reason like because WWE they they wanted to uh revisit uh Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar like because you know that was like a big deal um in ufc and they tried to revisit that in wwe and it was one of those matches that took place over in saudi and i don't know if it was a situation where velasquez was injured or if they just weren't satisfied with the work and he ended up getting released uh if i'm not mistaken out of his wwe contract so he went off and you know did whatever it, whatever he was going to do after that and then obviously the big news came out when he got arrested for um i believe a shooting like i don't remember the results of the shooting i don't i don't think the i don't think the shooting was fatal but he was protecting a family member uh, I don't know if it was against another from another family member or from an from another uh from somebody that's not related to him because you know there was a situation I, I believe that inv- I want to say involved his niece. So a lot like the running the running joke was that was going around was yo, Ray needs Ray needs shooters. Like like that's what, you know, obviously, you know, a term within with with within you know the community like you got somebody that's going to ride for you basically is what that means and like Cain Velaz like the first thing that popped in my head was Cain Velasquez not necessarily for you know what he did for his family but that obviously elevated it even more because he because Lesnar was whipping Ray at that time and i believe dom at that time like he throwing them throwing them around so prior to the saudi joint ray pulled up with Cain velasquez i believe that was on that might have been the same night that he beat kofi if i'm not mistaken i could be tripping but i think that was the same night and ray ends up pulling up with Cain velasquez yeah that had to be the same night so like man like yo ray Holla at your boy. Make sure Kane good. If Kane good, yo, you need to go get your, <laughs> you need to go get the homie. Like I think tonight, I think is about because I believe they said Edge was supposed to have made his return, but for whatever reason, I think they said it was because of travel. Um, he wasn't able to appear, so it's possible that maybe Edge comes back tonight to get you know his little you know situation handled with Judgment Day. And obviously him and Ray have a history. Um, 
not only as rivals, but I want to say I could have, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they won the tag titles together at one point. Um, so that's something to look forward to tonight as to whether or not if he comes back. Um, then, you know, you got Theory, you know, going through, you know, his own situations with Lesnar and possibly cashing in. But tonight he also has an opportunity to win back the United States Championship. I don't see it happening, though. Like, I think Bobby Lashley is going to go ahead and, 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 and retain. But there is the the storyline that's out there is that Theory could realistically beat Bobby Lashley win the United States Championship, which he was on uh he might have been on he might have been on Mac Mania as well. Or or either he was on Cheap Heat. Because there's three shows. It's 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 Mac Mania, the Mass Man show, that's the one with Kaz. And then you have Cheap Heat with Peter Rosenberg, which by the way I need to see what's up with with his uh his his other podcast, his music podcast. Like I heard a little bit of the Joe Button podcast earlier, and I don't know, dude, just like Joe Button going to war with like, like damn near pretty much every other podcast. It seems like if it ain't if he ain't talk about drink champs, because I, I believe Pete said some stuff about being ranked like forty, like fifty people lower than than Joe Button or whatever. I guess on whatever when, when whenever the podcast like rankings come out, um, and you know a couple of his co-hosts. Uh, took offense to uh, Pete's words, so I mean, I've always, I've, I've known like Peter Rosenberg for a minute from like the Hot ninety seven and Ebro in the morning and all that, and even before that, and then seeing him in the wrestling space, and then finding out about you know the Ringo wrestling and those three podcasts. I mean, there could potentially be more, but I think those are the three for the Ringer that that that's pretty much like the triple threat. Uh, triangle offense or however you want to say it like those the big three that's the ringer's big three the ring of wrestling's big three i should say um so i do want to tap into rosenberg's other pod but yeah like theory he he could he could beat bobby lashley and then he could cash in on whoever wins or even even before the match ends like but I don't I don't understand how that would be able to happen in the last man standing match. Maybe he comes out and cashes in during a double count out. <laughs> Which that but that would be a weird that would be a weird ending to a pay-per-view with, you know, Reigns, Reigns and Lesnar are both down and the ref's doing counting the counting the 10 for both of them. And then before the ref gets the 10, Theory comes out to cash in hit the money in the bank, and then the ref counts 10. And then Theory wins the both titles without li- lifting a finger. Like, I don't think, th- uh, I can't really see that happening, but th- it is out there. Like, the, the, the possibility, I don't know what the probability of it is, but the possibility of it happening is, is there, where he wins the United States title, cashes in, and then wins the, universe, the undisputed uh, universal title, which is obviously the universal title. And the WWE title. So, you know, he was like, he was saying stuff like he, he, he wouldn't know how to take a selfie, uh, at that moment because like his hands would be full. Like, you know, he has like the United States title around his waist or whatever. And then he has like the, 
the undisputed universal, the, the two titles that represent that, the universal title and the WWE title. He has them one over each shoulder. And, you know, I kind of made the comment that he might need to borrow Shelton Benjamin's selfie stick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, like, but I got Bobby winning that. Then, oh, yo, yo, please tell me, like, a lot of people were saying, like, as good as, like, their matches have been, a lot of people have Usos, Street Profits. Obviously, they don't have the, the, the longevity of a Usos New Day rivalry. But, yo, bodies, 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 bodies. And then, you know, Jeff, ha Jeff Jarrett, J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-R-E-F-E-R-E-E. He called it Stray. He called a Stray, yo. Like, oh, man. Like. They are quickly that the, that that group of three teams, like for 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 the for the way WWE gets talked about about their tag team division, uh, men's and women's for for two separate reasons because the men's division is clearly there, um, but the way that the 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 way that they get talked about because obviously that that was a sticking point with FTR. And, and and ultimately is, is what led to FTR getting released, which I believe they got released without having to, to do a non-compete because I believe they got released. I think that was like around the time as 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 the, the, the those first uh, set of releases in the pandemic happened. Um, and they showed up. I think the night after Double or Nothing, so they got released in like I believe it was April. And then uh, by the end of May, they were they were they were on they they pulled up the dynamite. So, you know, for whatever it is, WWE, you know, they do. I, in, in, every every situation is 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 case by case. So in the case of uh, FTR, you know, when they gave them their release, and they and I, and they did the same thing with Andrade, to where he didn't have a, um, a non compete. And then obviously with uh, Malachi, Alice uh, slash Alistair, or Alistair slash Malachi, he goes by, well, he's Malachi now, but his contract never, which I thought that was like an automatic thing to where once you got to the main roster, your non-compete went from 30 to 90. But it was a loophole in his contract where for whatever reason, they never upgraded the contract or however it went down his deal still had the 30 day and then that's when he shows up in AEW but for like like FTR left because you know I mean and they were feuding with the Usos but it kind of was like people were weren't happy with how FTR or at the time the, the revival was being portrayed and then there was the whole thing with their gimmick um, if you will, for lack of a better word, what that would have been had they not left the company, um, where they they had like that crazy outfit that they were so, that they were gonna have to wear, and you know it was like a whole a whole thing, um, the whole thing with them in the shower and Usos pranking them, so you know that's what pretty much ultimately led to them walking out the door was the treatment of of the tag division, but 
if when you look at and then you you can throw in an Alpha Academy in there and then I mean you got Gender and Shanky, you know, on 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 a lower scale. You got uh you know War Raiders or Viking Raiders. Um, looks like they're they're it looks like they're getting back to they're getting back to their NXT roots or for the people that follow prior to NXT. Um, as War Machine, it looks like they're gonna let them. It looks like they're gonna let them loose. So I mean, the tag division is looking pretty good to me. And you know, Uso Street Profits is fastly approaching Uso's New Day territory. Like, man, I'm wondering if I'm 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 wondering if Street Profits is gonna walk out of there tonight with the titles. But I, I have a feeling that the Usos will still somehow hold on to those titles because I can't at the moment see Roman losing the Brock. But I mean it it's only so many times that the face that the faces can chase the heels. And I don't know the direction or what story WWE is going to tell going forward. Like, I think whatever decisions come out of tonight will give like the early inclinations of what this new WWE is going to look like, because apparently a lot, I mean, obviously a lot of this, I mean, well, I ain't gonna say a lot, but you know, the main things were already booked prior to Vince leaving. Um, as far as what was going to be on um, SummerSlam. And in my opinion, you, you don't want a WCW situation, like how when they stripped everybody of the titles and had all those title tournaments. It's like you you want to reset, like when new ownership takes over, but you don't want to do a massive overhaul right off the bat. Like you, you want to weave your new story into the old story so you're closing out you're closing out the vince mcmahon chapter and you're gonna you 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 slowly i mean probably not slowly but you slowly but surely start putting your elements your voice into what's going on and people will be able to see the change like, uh, I didn't really listen to commentary, but apparently Michael Cole, I believe it was Michael Cole from, from what I read um, when it happened, uh, he didn't call the crowd or the people at home the WWE universe. He called them WWE fans. He used the word fans. So, and like wrestler wasn't something that you could say, even though some people, you know, still said it, obviously, um, on, on air and stuff like that. But the, the, the talent in WWE, they're WWE superstars. They're not wrestlers. They're sports entertainers. Obviously, they're doing the whole thing in AEW. That was the other thing. Jericho, Quake by the Lake, um, Jericho is getting his rematch because after like so I mean AEW that's that's the one thing I give them you know a lot of times they don't really do the rematch thing people kind of bear off and do their own thing some of it works some of it doesn't so finally Jericho now wants his title match and it just so happens that Moxley won the interim title 
Moxley doesn't like the word interim. Jericho even played on it and um, said he would be the first time Le Champion, I guess, to get around the whole interim thing. And that pissed Moxley off. Because <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm already... He's like, forget this interim BS. I'm already the the you know the first two-time AEW champion. I don't want to hear that mess. You could knock all that off. Like, I mean, obviously his language was a little more colorful than mine, but yeah, like that's I I I mean Moxley Moxley's winning until Punk comes back. Like that's that that's that's the match. You don't put the title on Moxley now, and as long as Moxley's good to go, as long as he's healthy. As long as he's still on his his sobriety his sobriety path and doing what and doing and doing what he's doing, like there's no way you take the title off him until you get the the Moxley Punk match. Now, whatever happens after that, I guess it depends on how they feel about Moxley as the champion right now, or how badly they want uh, CM Punk to be champion. So, I mean, because CM Punk could easily come in there, walk into All Out, and win the title. I mean, I feel like the the best thing for me personally is, you know, for Moxley to 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 retain and Mox and I guess if depending on because I mean Blackpool Combat Club might make for an awesome uh, make for an even better heel group, but if you if 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 you keep those guys' faces, um, hey, maybe you turn Punk heel because Punk he lost again in Chicago. That could be like the 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 point where and then he's like and then he's probably pissed off because he's like, yo, um Moxley's the interim champion, but now all of a sudden y'all calling him world champion, like similar to a situation where Jordan Devlin was the cruiserweight champion, and then Santos Escobar won the cruiserweight, he was the interim cruiserweight champion, but then suddenly like if you noticed, he was no longer referred to as the interim champion. And then obviously, finally, they, they had the unification ladder match. And, you know, that's how all that went down. But, yeah, man, like, whew, like I said, man, Uso, Street Profits. Oh, that, that's, that's going to be a good one. And then we got the ladies, man. We got the ladies. Can't forget about the ladies. We got Liv and Ronda. Um, wow, we coming up on three hours. I got to I got to get to it. Um, living living around the team 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 teamed up yesterday, um, against Natalia and uh, Sonya, and Liv wasn't trying to tag Ronda because I guess Liv was trying to prove a point. Ronda, you know, she she Ronda, she the baddest, you know, baddest woman on the planet, you know how she's built, and uh, yeah, like obviously Liv cashed in on Ronda. Both of them seemed to be kind of cool, but not cool. Because, you know, Liv wanted to, you know, because, like, people, they look at a cash-in uh, on a, like, I get, like, Ronda did, you know, take some damage uh, from Natalia, you know, prior to Liv cashing in. You know, it was what it was. It was a cash-in. I mean, yo, it happens. But uh, I feel like Liv has to walk out of there still as, as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Um Obviously, I don't think it's going to be something where, where it'll be clean. Like, I feel like it's going to be something where somebody either, you know, uh, Bailey, um, but maybe not Bailey, maybe somebody else, uh, Sasha, uh, Naomi, um, but maybe not them. Charlotte, 
I mean, did they have Ric Flair's last match yet? Is Charlotte in the building for that to watch her husband and her dad team? Um, I guess it's on a different night because obviously Jeff Jarrett is um is refereeing the uh the Uso Street Profits match, so and he's in uh Ric Flair's last match. So I, I maybe that maybe that matches tomorrow. Or if was it last night? No, it couldn't have been last night because Jeff's I don't know. Uh, yeah, because Jeff Jarrett was on SmackDown, so I don't think it was last night. And then I think they did, I guess they did a roast of Ric Flair. So maybe the match is on Sunday. I don't know. Um, I, there's there's other matches on that card that look pretty good. So I might tune in to those at, at a certain point. Because um, I don't even know what data the, the match is supposed to be happening. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that is a situation where Liv uh, needs to retain. I'm not sure how um how strong i mean i i I think they'll have the match in such a way where live will be highlighted and then um the way she wins is just gonna it's just one of those situations where it is what it is bianca bianca becky yeah this match won't be 26 seconds um but then again it's another interesting situation sasha naomi bailey oscar dare i say maybe even eo and then oh like ah, another name that can come up in the live ronda match that that oh well besides shotzi because, I mean, Shotzi obviously had a, her little thing with Ronda yesterday as well. But um, another part, well, Natalia can also get involved in Sonya. Like, like that whole woman's locker room, for the most part, can get involved in either one of these these matches. Like, obviously, the names that stand out would be, you know, if somehow, if somehow, if Sasha and Naomi show back up. But I, I, I think if, I think they'll probably hold that for television. Um, if, if. They are able to somehow, now that Vince is out, if um, if they somehow get, I mean, ain't no ain't no shame in their game. I, I imagine that for them to come back, um, there would be an apology that that would be given to them. But besides them, you know, obviously the Bailey the stuff is out there. Um, and then everybody else that I mentioned, but Shayna could come up huge for either one of those in, in as far as any type of involvement. But I think, I feel like Bianca Becky would be more of a straightforward match. And then any involvement from anybody else would be post-match. Whereas with Liv and Ronda, it feels like that there could become come an opportunity where someone sees their window during the match and they do whatever they do and then that leads to live uh retaining the title um and beating ronda uh but yeah like bianca and becky like that's definitely they're probably going to tease it and it, it, it definitely wouldn't surprise me like maybe bianca goes for the handshake and then becky and somehow a a finisher takes place like a, a manhandle slam or 
Bianca does something, well, she probably not a KOD, uh, but maybe she does hit her with a KOD within that first 26 seconds and whoever, you know, it doesn't matter who, who it is, but whoever, you know, there, there, there'll be a kick out at 2.5 or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I'm laughing because, um, I was getting ready to talk about, I, I was looking at the, the, the computer screen and, and the, the main event, obviously, um, like I said earlier, like how the opportunity is there for theory to cash in. Um, and they're, they're, they're billing it as the last time that they're going to wrestle. Obviously, you know, the door would probably still be open. It just depends on, you know, people's schedules and what they have going on um, in regards to Brock and Roman and stuff like that and what direction they, they want to go to. But I think with the involvement of Seth Rollins and there, and then you still have Shinsuke Nakamura like there's there, there's people that 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 can that that can be opposite Roman, even if it's uh, a TV main event, even if it's not a big four pay per view um, main event. Um, they 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 can still trot some people out there um, opposite Roman, and 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 and, and make some make some, and make some money, um, so to speak. Uh, there's people that they were they, there's people that didn't quite like the the WrestleMania match and with um Roman busting Brock open prior to that match people were like really expecting like a knockout drag out type of deal but now with the last man standing stipulation I feel that we could potentially get what we were expecting I say we as a whole just as the wrestling community because like there were a lot of people that were vocal and they about not liking how things went down at WrestleMania. But I think with this last man standing step, all the rumors out there of WWE and Raw um, about how Raw uh, is going to go TV 14. I'm not sure where SmackDown is as far as if, the, if, if, if that's also included in the reports of going TV 14. Uh, apparently SummerSlam, if you go on Peacock, um, apparently SummerSlam is rated PG. Uh, excuse me, TV uh, 14, I believe, uh, from what people were saying. Um, but yeah, yo, like, I think Theory, it's 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 in his, because uh, cause Rollins lost at WrestleMania, um, the, the, the same WrestleMania, he lost to Randy Orton and then cashed in later in the night. So um, Theory losing to Lashley, what, as long as he doesn't decimate him, you know, theory should be able to cash in. But me personally, man, if if I had to tell Austin Theory, like or Theory as he as 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 he goes by now, um Yeah, man. Yo, hold on to that briefcase for a little bit longer, my guy. Cause I mean, oh Drew, and that's another op. You know what I'm saying? And he's waiting in the wings to face the the Lesnar Reigns winner or theory if theory catches in successfully between now and clash at the castle um but yeah drew drew's the next man up like i said there's people that you know you can you can put opposite roman um but obviously there's the wrestlemania rematch for um you know brock and drew and the fact that they didn't get to 
execute their match um, in terms of having a crowd and things of that nature uh, for WrestleMania 36 uh, back in, what was that, 2020? Yeah, so, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of possibilities there. Like, I feel like if they want to go the route of having the, the WrestleMania match with um, Lesnar and, and, Ma- and, and McIntyre, then somehow the titles, I don't know how, but somehow the titles come up off Roman tonight. But I think I think Roman versus Drew is where we're going to go for uh, Clash at the Castle. Uh, like I said, um, I'm going to go ahead and record a review of uh, SummerSlam as the first episode of Word Watch. And I'm going to also still have it available as audio as the next episode of Word on Wrestling. Uh, so I guess you can call that a you know a special bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll list it as such. Um, I think it'll just be like the SummerSlam review. And you know, I'm excited to see the the new direction. And I mean, obviously, I was one of the people that said, yeah, this is not going to be like a snap, you know, where automatically like that first time in that we were going to see like a complete overhaul. Um, but I will say this, uh, Raw after SummerSlam has the potential to uh, restore the feeling. Like, Raw after Mania hasn't really been hitting. I mean, obviously you can say certain things about why it hasn't been hitting. And not the least, of, I mean, obviously COVID has to be... Um, somewhere at the top of that list it might be top two not two uh and then obviously from there you have like the creative and vince mcmahon of it all even before the allegations um but yeah raw wasn't raw after wrestlemania hasn't been raw after wrestlemania but maybe this raw after SummerSlam could be like the on that on that on that same on that same wavelength or on that give you that it hopefully I feel like that that's what's gonna happen that this particular raw is gonna be one of those it's gonna be like one of those classic like it's it's gonna like you would think that it's the raw after mania so I mean it's about that time for me to head on up out of here. I probably still got a couple of hours before this PS5 shows up. <laughs> and then uh SummerSlam, like I that's I think that's not till like seven. So that that's it. That's even more time. Uh so let me go ahead and get this posted for you guys to enjoy. Uh wow, almost three hours. <laughs> oh man. Whoa, that was a lot. Uh hopefully, hopefully you made it. Hopefully, hopefully you made it this far. Uh <laughs> But yeah, if you made it this far, go ahead and follow me at Jerome Says Word on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, follow, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best to, to get to, uh, to utilize it more. Uh, at Word Exclaim on Twitter. And then at Word Exclaimed on Instagram. So that's at W-O 
excuse me, at W-O-R-D-E-X-C-L-A-I-M on Twitter. So there's no ED. There used to be an ED. Like I said, things happened. There's no longer an ED. And then on Instagram, hopefully, like I said, I, I want to try to do more stuff. That's going to be at W-O-R-D-E-X-C-L-A-I-M-E-D. And this has been Jerome Says Word with Word on Wrestling. I'm out. Peace.